0: Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski.
1: And I'm his friend.
0: Hello, friend. Hi. Do you have a name?
1: Yes. Growing friend. Ew. I mean, I'm growing. are we all? Last week I was born, now I'm growing.
0: <laughs> okay. But my nickname is Bartek. Okay. For some reason, when you said growing, I immediately thought erection. Because you're growing an erection. That's what I thought. That's what um, my mental picture went to. And I'm, I don't think I'm the only listening people. And I haven't that thought that. I haven't grown enough to know what that means. Oh, okay. Ask me next sure. week when you're adolescent. Yeah. So, baby boy Bartek, mm-hmm. we are spitting Polish, likingly, because we are always spitting, and we both happen to be Polish. Mm-hmm. Is that not correct? Yes. And as Polish people. And people who are always spitting. It is our responsibility to host a podcast in which we talk about unappreciated masterpieces. Is that correct? Yes, very funny. Very funny and informative. Yes. A a lot of people have given us five stars on iTunes, and if you haven't, you should. Um, Yeah, we're not dummies. We're geniuses baby geniuses. Make that a movie with Christopher Lloyd. So, uh, it is a movie. a right, do- joke. Oh, it's already, okay. It's already a movie. I was planning. <laughs> You're like, can I have Kathleen Turner in it as the evil corporate woman? Yes, you can. So, Bartek, we on Unappreciated Masterpieces, what do we do? Like, what is the show Unappreciated Masterpieces? What do we do? What is an Unappreciated Masterpiece? What's the whole deal? We- what question do I answer
1: first? All of them. Okay, so
0: imagine that time is happening in the past, present, future, Mm -hmm. all at once. So answer all of them at once. Alright, well, you're going to have some editing to do. (coughs) (laughs) And I won't do it. Unappreciated
1: Masterpiece is a show where we talk about films. We are spitting Polish because we're always spitting, we both happen to be Polish. I'm Bartek, he's Ryan. Um, What were some of the other questions you asked? Uh, what What
0: is an Unappreciated Masterpiece? An
1: Unappreciated Masterpiece is a film that has not received the love that it deserves, whether it used to have it or no longer has it. Um, those are actually the same things, so I don't know why I said or.
2: Um,
1: they are films that just need to be talked about more, and we take it upon ourselves to not just spit and polish things and be Polish. Yeah. So we both definitions are Polish, but to appreciate them and try to get you to appreciate them.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how... That's exactly it. You answered it all, except for um, how do we do that? Um...
1: Well, we, we can't do it if we're dumb. Because we got to use our voice boxes to you know, enunciate words and give them... Yeah. And um, we've got microphones in front of us. Uh, but we actually have three microphones. So or do we? We used to only use one, but now we use three, so we can just... you know, then, that, That's why you could probably hear me better in the past couple of episodes.
0: Yeah. So we first podcast about these movies in an audio commentary fashion. That's right. Podcasting can be a verb. But we have to talk about a specific movie in the episode. And I don't know what that movie is because I am in the episode mm. i have yet to get up to that point in the episode where you see the little little uh line or dot or whatever you have when you're listening to this get up to the that second oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that ryan goes oh this movie from this year when this, so, when this episode i don't goes know on YouTube, what <laughs>
1: when this goes on YouTube, you put an ad like just before i say where it is of course so
0: i don't know what the movie is tell me oh you're lost are you yeah, yeah, yes. Why are you laughing? Yes, because because you gave me a seductive look when you said it. Oh, you're lost. You want to, you want to be found, <laughs> yeah. spit and found. You know what's really weird about all of that? What? The movie. I don't know if this is the movie, but there was a movie called Lost and Found with David Spade, in which he finds a dog, and the whole movie is about him having weird feelings about finding a dog. That's on the list as well. Is that the movie we're doing? Lost and Found with David Spade finding a dog? Look, all this talk about weird feelings
1: and seductive looks. I'm growing. I don't understand that yet. Okay. And no,
0: we're not doing Lost and Found. Damn it. I wanted to see David Spade after Chris Farley died, but before he got on Just Shoot Me, find a dog. Damn it, says the disappointed man who picks all the films. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, me. There's someone listening to this that knows exactly the movie I'm talking about and they're just throwing their hands up and they're going, well, will do that one next week. I'm not promising that that's the one we do, but maybe it's the one we're doing today, Partak. I know you already dis- disproved that we're not doing that movie, but tell me the title of the movie so I can pretend like I understand what you're saying and saying, oh, we're doing Lost and Found anyway. In this episode, we are doing the film... Zagignone Lond. <laughs> that one sounded real good. So, um you're saying words and I'm imagining they're not English words. Maybe they're monkey words. Are you speaking monkey? I ain't no monkey dude. So you weren't born in an egg? No. On top of a mountain? Well, I can't say no to
1: that, but I wasn't born <laughs> on an egg on top of a mountain. I'm sorry.
0: So, yeah, yeah. You, have, you can't disprove that you were born on top of a mountain, but the egg part, that's where you go, no. Mm. So, we're not doing monkey, the famous character of Asian Why lore.
1: would you think that we're doing that when I said Lond?
0: Oh, because I thought you were speaking monkey words, not English. What are you speaking? Polish? It's the title of the film. Oh, Polish. I See, here's the awkward thing, Vartek. I am Polish, but I don't speak it. That's the awkward part. Do you even exist? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I'm looking at my hand and I see through it. And I go, oh no, I'm, I'm fading well, out of existence. Well, that
1: means that your mum from the past has fallen in love with you.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's also very good. You're it's, on top
1: it's, of... it's an eighties movie.
0: You're on top of everything about So no, I don't know what you're saying and I don't know the movie. Is it Lost and Found with David Spade finding a dog?
1: Uh well before before I tell you what it is, I just want to let you know that while you were talking I went and fixed that problem with your mum. So it's, uh, it's all good. Thank you you exist now. Great. But it appears you can't speak Polish still.
0: Nah, it's a it's a curse, man. <laughs> a butterfly effect of something you did. You
1: know what, now that I think of it, I think This has happened over a hundred times now where I've forgotten (laughs) that you don't speak Polish.
0: I can't wait one day when I get really bored and I just do a compilation of every single iteration of me saying I don't speak Polish and you're like, what? Would it be just your
1: lines or the whole The whole thing. I'd like that. It
0: would be two hours long in itself and it would just be called the Ryan doesn't speak Polish episode. That would be the episode title.
1: It actually might be close to two hours. Yeah,
0: because we talk very long time. So, what's the movie? The movie
1: Zagignone Land is actually Land of the Lost.
0: Land of the Lost from 2009? Yeah. With Will Ferrell? Well, some YouTube comments, I believe,
1: and IMDb reviews spelt it that way, but I think it is actually Feral.
0: <laughs> feral. <laughs> Why I pronounce it like that is there's is a movie of him where he's in Mexico and he speaks Spanish throughout the whole movie, and the funniest thing about the whole entire movie is you have the trailer voice. Like, the funniest thing is the trailer, and the trailer voice guy is that, is the deep voice guy, but he's the Mexican equivalent, and mm-hmm. he's like... And starring in this movie, and he says, like, all the Spanish, you know, Mexican and Spanish actors in their names. And then he goes, and introducing No star, Will Ferral. And that's the funniest part of that movie. But we're joined by the funniest part of the podcast, The Guest. Ooh, They're usually pretty good. I'm not guaranteeing that the guest this episode is good because they've maybe not proven so themselves happen- yet.
1: What happens? What happens in episodes where we don't have guests?
0: Then, then the audience is the best part because they're struggling through it. Ah. So we're joined by guest uh, and local pterodactyl phobia sufferer Jules Gâteau. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Jules. We have established on the show before in our episode Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, that you're very scared of pterodactyls. Yeah. So terrified of pterodactyls. <laughs> Why so, did you invite me? Because I wanted you to suffer. Because I wanted this show, Jules, a movie where it has... Wait, hold on.
1: So the best parts of the episodes are those who suffer? Yeah. Okay.
0: Those who suffer. I, I wanted you to suffer through this. Well, I like, suffering is one of the human conditions that draws us to film. That's right. I think you're just making shit up. No, that was 100% true. I-, I learned that in film studies. Hear that, guys? Ryan was
1: 100% true.
0: I am. So get your copy of the film, because I imagine you all have a copy of the 2009 classic with Will Ferrell, and uh, not John C. Riley, but his-, his good co-star, Anna Friel. Uh <laughs> And Danny McBride's there for the ride, too. I don't see the difference. <laughs> Between Anna Friel and... Uh... John C. Riley. It's John because he's a
2: growing boy. He doesn't know the difference yet. He
0: doesn't understand. He doesn't have the mental, cognitive sense to notice that one's British. So uh, get your copy of the film ready, because I'm going to do a countdown from three. I'm going to go down to one, and then I'll say play. And you're going to press play Fun fact, well. in, that,
1: in that whole thing, you said three, two, and
0: one. I know. Yeah. It's always hard. So get ready, because I'm going to start this in three, two, one, play. So, Bartek, we are... Th- three seconds into the movie four seconds in and i have to ask you the dire straits question of what is your history with this movie and the tv show which it spawned from uh nothing with the tv show
1: and i assumed that there was nothing for the movie itself but as i was watching it there were little bits that felt familiar to me uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe because this movie's nine years old as of this recording. I guess some point in the, the last nine years, like maybe I've watched it, or maybe. There's some sort of dimensional play at work where a Bartek from a different dimension watched it and it's transferred to me. Yes. Like an OO parts or OO parts of memory.
0: Now, I have to apologize automatically. Before we start the episode, I looked up the cast list and I said to both Jules and Bartek, Hey, there was an astronaut in this movie, apparently. When was that? Literally the start of the movie is the answer. I forgot... I, because my history with this movie is I had never seen it before having to do this show, so I think I'm forgiven for forgetting elements of the movie, such as this poignant moment in which it shows us the futility of man against beast, that even a spaceman cannot defeat animal. Well, I don't know if
1: he's from space, so maybe uh, that's his fault.
0: What, the astronaut's not from
1: space? I don't know, all the spacemen from uh, space, or are there just men that go to space? Both. Well, which one was he?
0: Well, I, I don't know his story. Maybe when they make Land of the Lost, the prequel. Land of Lost Zero. No, it'll be called Space of the Lost, because he's lost in space. Ha, see? All of these shows were made around the same time. Lost in Space, maybe we'll do that movie on the show. You know, the one that asked the question, can Joey from Friends be an astronaut? And the answer is yes. I ask myself that all the time. So, Jules, what's your history with Land of the Lost? Do you have one for this movie and the show?
2: Uh, no, I don't, actually. I'm the same as you, and I'm... <laughs> Did you know? I wouldn't have watched it because of the pterodactyls. I thought you would have gathered that.
0: <laughs> I wanted you to watch it, especially for the pterodactyls. And Will Ferrell with a goatee. Yes, um, or is it a goatee, Biotech? You're a facial hair expert. Would you describe that as a goatee, due to the fact that the moustache and um, chin hair are not joined?
2: Is there a specific name for that?
1: Isn't
0: isn't there? Isn't it? Is it like Van Dyke or something? I don't know.
2: It looks like Tony Stark Van role. Dyke.
0: Yeah, I think that's actually the term. Why is it got a Van Dyke? Is it because Dick Van Dyke exists and maybe he had a facial hair like that? Or was there a famous explorer called Van Dyke? Also, best pipe ever. It's a shell. Or is it? It looks like a shell or something. It looks awesome. That's the that's the point I'm trying to make. I had never seen the show. It
2: looks like the end of the badminton.
0: The badminton. Are you talking about the shuttlecock?
2: Yeah, shuttlecock, that.
0: The end of... It looks like the end of the badminton. You know how we all (laughs) play. Of the sport. We all play. You know where you. It's the part where you put the
1: the rackets away and take down the nets.
0: Now, usually I don't always describe the visual elements of our guests. Usually only with Jules, which is... Sometimes she has wicked nails. But for this episode, Jules is just exactly like Will Ferrell in this scene. Down to the little thing around the neck. And the Van Dyke. And you've been the Van Dyke.
2: And I've magically if turned that's into a Van man. Dike,
0: yeah. And uh, no, you're still a girl. You can still be a Van Dyke and a girl. You very know. tall, too. There are a lot of Van Dyke girls, you know. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they Is that like a Bond girl or something. <laughs> no, I was making, Dick van I was gonna say, I, think I they making just a hang- reference to Dykes. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think Lesbians. they just really oh, I like
2: hanging yeah. around with other girls all the time. But
0: only in vans. <laughs> 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 Whether it be the vehicle or the shoes, which I'm pretty sure you're wearing Van shoes right now, so. Pretty spot on. <laughs> Jules wearing, is a real Van dyke. Wearing shoes
1: to a podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm wearing socks, as is Bartek. Wear a bunch of Van socks. So <laughs> Now, I had known that this TV show existed before having to see the movie. Like, I had never seen the movie. I remember the advertisements very much so. The mosquito bit was advertised quite heavily in my brain. Uh, that and them river rafting... In the beginning, that was heavily advertised. I had heard of the TV show, never watched it. I don't know why I never watched it. I don't think it was ever really on in Australia, like for our generation. I've never seen it rerun. Uh, I, I would be interested in seeing it. Although the you know a lot of people make fun of the low effects and all of that, It's I do believe a good portion of the writers of the original show were from Star Trek. And Star Trek gets bagged a lot for having its corniness to it as well, but there's something inherent within the sci-fi that still transmits through time now, and hence I'm interested in watching the show, especially after watching this movie. I know the movie and the show have very different things going on. Apparently, in the show, there are family that mm. fall through. Like there is no Danny McBride; it's son, I'm pretty sure.
1: Not. I know that the Holly equivalent, apparently, is daughter.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah, it's a lot of th- different things going on here, but that's what you have to do when you're making an, an adaptation. We've recently been covering some... Well, throughout our whole show, we've been covering these specific types of film adaptations of TV shows. We last week did Dukes of Hazzard. Mm-hmm. This was unplanned. I didn't mean for this to be happening. I just went, Land of the Lost with Jules... That will do. Like, Jules' name has been next to Land of Lost for a Land while. Land
1: of the Lost Jewels. Land
0: of the <laughs> Lost Jewels, the sequel in which they find jewels in Land of the Lost.
2: Like, lots of precious gems? Or, yeah. or you! No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> lots of
0: precious gems owned by a person named Jules. No, they think that they're looking for precious gems oh. and they open up the treasure chest and it's, <laughs> and it's just jewels. And it's just jewels
1: dressed as will ferrell in that first scene
0: no dressed as danny mcbride because (laughs) her character is the daughter of danny mcbride's character yes hollywood get on this this sounds like a great film idea please hire me jules is a struggling actress and a van dyke as we've already (laughs) gone through so she needs the money Um, I'd never seen the, I've never seen the TV show. I'm really interested. What about you guys? You ever heard of the TV show? And are you interested after having seen this movie?
1: I could have believed that that TV show existed. It just sounds like something that, you know, would have played on TV.
0: The theme song's pretty iconic.
1: If I heard it, maybe I'd recognize it, but I can't say I'd know what it is. It's the
0: <laughs> land of the lost. Nah, that's not how it goes, but yeah, it's pretty iconic it's
1: in It's the All <laughs>
0: right, all right, I don't speak Mongolese. So, Jules. Wow, that's a reference to jokes we made before we started recording. <laughs> uh, Jules, show heard of it? you want to watch it?
2: Um, I only recently knew about it when researching for this.
0: Oh, good. So you mean within the last week?
2: Yeah. So I only know of its existence, f- yeah, for a week. For seven days, yeah. Yeah, for seven days, and um, yeah, sure. Oh, you're you gonna buy the Blu-ray? No, I'll probably find it on the internet somewhere.
0: On legal sites like iTunes, right? Yeah, definitely. You, you want you want the creators of the show, who I'm still I'm. Pretty sure are still alive. I mean, they were there for the premiere of this movie. Uh, you want them to get all the reimbursements for you? Yeah,
2: I'll give them my hard-earned walnuts.
0: <laughs> there she goes at it again. Classic I mean, Van Dyke material. They're healthy, so you know. Mmm, walnuts. So that's a reference to the movie that Will Ferrell makes the I, you complaint know that dinosaurs I, have walnut brains.
1: I would put walnuts in like you know the top three nuts. I reckon.
0: Really? What's the yeah. top nut? It's a good question.
1: I've always liked and, hazelnuts. And don't
2: say peanuts because they're not a nut.
0: They're legumes.
1: Well, no, they're all right. Uh, okay, so you're saying hazel for you? Hazel's pretty good.
0: Jules, I top, mean, top nut? Yeah. I know it's hard being a Van Dyke, but you go say, to choose a <laughs> top nut. If
1: you say Brazilian, I swear to God, that's the bottom nut. Is it? I don't like Brazilian nuts. Ooh. I was
2: going to say, I, I do enjoy a good almond.
0: almond. Almonds are great. Okay, wow. Wow, you're missing the the king of nuts. You're going to say cashews? It's Ryan. cashew. Uh, yeah. The king of nuts. Uh. They, they probably were at one point my but, favorite. But, but they a grow bit so now.
2: weirdly, though.
0: They look like brains. No, well, you don't gr- want to eat little they brains. They grow off
2: a fruit and just dangle off.
0: Don't you want to eat some dangles? I don't think you can trust them.
2: As a Van Dyke, I don't think I do want to eat some dangles. (laughs) What are you saying? Van Dykes don't eat dangles? Now I'm learning everything about a thing that I
0: made up like 10 minutes ago. So, uh, no dangles for you. Uh, Yeah, cashews are the king of nuts for me. I don't have a least favourite. I've never really went, oh, maybe, maybe... Brazilian, I know, yeah.
2: Maybe Brazilian? nobody talks about macadamias. I feel like oh, they're, they're all there's
0: there's people who are loyalists to macadamias, let me tell you. They're very there's, big. They're they're very big. i uh, maybe they're on my lower list because they are big, but they're not as like I want more they're not moorish. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, the smaller much, ones of the more noorish. Moorish ones, yeah, yeah. Mm, Brazilians
1: more. aren't that small
0: either. You hear that, Brazil? <laughs> You're big. <laughs> fuck you nuts. <laughs> fuck you nuts, Martak <laughs> Fuck you nuts. That's Bra- what he wants. Brazil's he one of the to fuck you nuts. Brazil's <laughs> one of
1: the bigger countries in South America, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. They're also very good at uh, soccer. Not this time round though, are ya, Brazil? Are ya? You? you lost it. You didn't win the World Cup this time. Tough shit,
1: Brazil. This
0: is Brazil's least popular episode. <laughs> Oh no, it's the- not like
1: your nuts and we'll no, make you funny no, no. before you, the sport we're you're good at.
0: sucking at soccer this time, Rob. What, you let the fucking Croatians win? I mean, they did win, but they got better than you. Jesus. So, uh, Jules, this is your favourite scene, because there's titties on mugs. Um, when you watched this scene, were you compelled?
2: By titties on mugs? <laughs> yeah. I'm um, just asking the question why I don't own them. That's it. Titties? No, mugs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what about titties and mugs? Um, Yeah, that's a good question. Why don't you own them? Uh, Because you only drink out of bowls. That's what you do. That's Jules' kooky habit. Are you calling me a dog? <laughs> no, I'm calling you a bowl drinker. Jesus. Maybe you're a big fan of soup. Maybe you're a cat. Your last Meow. name does indicate.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: So get your own mythology Her last name's right. not Cat. What are you on about?
1: Her last name's Gatto.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Italian.
1: Oh, so you speak Italian now, but not Polish. Yeah, I
0: speak fucking fascist. Yeah. <laughs> Merde. <laughs> that was a good part. Thank you. Well, it's French, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah
2: now. Uh, uh-huh.
0: So we all spoke a language then. It was very good. Um, See. Si. Okay. I did see,
1: yeah. Well, I heard, but... D, E, e- F, G.
0: <laughs> we all went through the alphabet now. Whoa. When I said to Jules that we were going to be doing this movie, we spoke on Facebook, and I spent I, I spent a long time trying to find the appropriate gif or GIF to send to her, and this scene here of, Please don't. G- of him flexing his arm is what I sent Jules, and I got no reply. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. That, and I sent another one of the kid monkey Shaka twisting Will Ferrell's head to look around at some lizards. Again, no reply from Jules. Uh, Jules is full of no replies when having to see teaser elements of the movie.
1: It's because we speak English, not GIFs.
2: Gifts. No, um, it's because I was that, that deadly afraid that you would send me a gif of a... Well, you didn't know pterodactyls
0: pterodactyl was going p- to be in it. A you know? pterodactyl. A pterodactyl? pterodactyl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the podiatry of pterodactyls. 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 So, none of us having v- seen the show and not really having... Like, I had heard of it. What... Like, not knowing the central premise of the story, what were we expecting? Because I kind of knew that they get transported, but I legitimately thought they got transported to the past. So mm. I was expecting them to kind of go through like a time travel situation in which they're stuck in like the prehistoric ages i thought it was going to be that sh- tv show terra nova you remember that tv show terra yeah. Nova? i thought it was gonna be that so uh, well, it, it, well the whole idea of like
1: land of the lost it makes you think like oh this is gonna, it's a world with dinosaurs so through yeah. some means they're going to end up in an environment that has a dinosaur
2: yeah or a journey to the center of the earth situation sort of thing yeah
0: i thought it was going to be jules Verne, or an yeah. ice age three and Ice Age three, you're right. Dinosaurs mm. do appear in that one. And uh
1: Well they do go to a lost world in that one, I believe.
0: No, that's Jurassic World, buddy. Jurassic World, lost world. That's, no, but, but that's it's a like they go to like Jurassic, Jurassic World One.
1: They go like underground Thanks. and there's a world Thanks with dinosaurs. Thanks for that dinosaurs.
0: clarification. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jules, I needed to clarify for you. Um Yes, yeah, so dinosaurs are in this movie. And they are big players, aren't they? Yeah, there are many, actually. I was going
1: to say there's at least three, but then I remembered there was a bunch in one scene. Or what? is
2: that just because they're large?
1: No, you have
0: small dinosaurs, Jules.
1: The, the, I don't know if they were velociraptors. They, they
2: were, were skink
0: kind. lizards, but meaner. You know, they were nippy. Did you think at any... Nip- Just ankle biters. Okay. Ankle biters, yep. Bartek says nipples, you say ankle biters. Well, There's I'm, a lot of elements I'm, being thrown look, at I'm growing,
1: like, but at least know what nipples
0: are. Do you? Uh, all well, the breastfeeding, you know? Oh, you remember that part, do you? I'm not that old. Uh, wh- okay.
2: Can we clarify how old you are, Bartek?
0: I'm growing. <laughs> That's how old he is. That's all you need to know, Jules. Jesus. Jesus. So, you know, this movie, I thought it was going to be taking place specifically in the prehistoric ages and they were going to have to be fighting dinosaurs and building, you know, like in a lot of these time travel things, building a little time machine to go back. Mm. I thought that's what it was. I didn't expect aliens and ice cream men and, and Viking ships and stuff like that. I didn't expect any of that. A lot of lot
1: of out-of-place artifacts. O-parts, oh, O-parts, whatever they're called.
0: I don't know, man. I don't speak Polish. So, uh, bartak you, you 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 seem kind of familiar, yet, yet foggy with this. You were saying, like, elements of this kind of were... Uh, yeah, some, some stuff about singer. it were
1: familiar, so maybe I've seen it before.
0: At the cinema, that would have been the weirdest part. I...
2: Again, he's a growing boy. He doesn't remember everything super clear, That was when okay? he was in the
0: womb. You're right. <laughs> You can't remember what you saw in the womb, yet you did hear things when you were in there. Well, but some visual things. Why are
2: you looking at me? He's the growing boy. (laughs) Yeah, but you're
0: looking at me confused, like, do you? Yes, Jules, you hear things when you're in the womb. You can hear your mum going, get the fuck out of me! And you're (laughs) like, no! It's like, I yeah, exactly. You're psychotic.
1: Yeah, Listen, you're could, right. Could we please stop focusing so much on my age? And, could, could you're you, growing, could you sorry. Just,
0: <laughs> could you just treat me more like one of you? Just pretend that I'm normal? Here's, here's the problem, Bartok. I'm getting flashbacks to our episodes on Race to Witch Mountain just a moment ago, in which I guess said, it was trying to say agents, but it sounded like Asians. And just a mm-hmm. moment ago, when you were just like, can we just focus on my age? I'm like, I thought you just said, can we just focus on my Asian? Wait. And I'm like, you're, you're Asian's fucking terrible. You're Polish. Let's focus, focus on my Asian, shall we?
2: How about we focus mm-hmm. on my Asian? You're considering- only half...
0: Come on, Jules. We don't focus on half, people. That's half
2: more than both I of was you just, combined. You I don't was, know my
0: story. I was just, <laughs> You
2: don't know my Asian.
0: Look, I was just asking for a little equity. You don't know Bartek's equity of him being Asian. I might have made a misstep there by saying he's terrible Asian. He might have a lot of Asian food in his belly. <laughs> Bartek likes Indian food, all right? Great. He shoves it down his pie hole. Well, the last he was years. saying breast stuff earlier. No, he 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 didn't have breast milk. He sucked straight down on some Indian food at birth. Like, like you know what? He di- came out of the womb and he was like, "Give me a vindaloo." Now <laughs>
2: he's just a spicy growing well, boy. You know, in <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: <a> spicy boy. <laughs> in this film, later on, they do
1: drink something that seems to be spicy. What? Well, out of like the I think it was like a uh, uh, narcotic of some sort. It was oh, when they're at the pool.
0: yes. Oh, did you indicate, wait, did you interpret that as spicy? I might be thinking of
1: something else I saw recently.
0: Yeah, I didn't think that they reacted to it as spicy. I thought they reacted to it like, oh no, he gave us a narcotic. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Maybe when he no no when he drinks the dinosaur urine he does react to it like it mm, boy that that's in, yeah. gonna that burns so maybe you're thinking of dinosaur urine no, and I'm, not I must, mysterious
1: fruit no I think I saw something else and at the same Bartek's point.
0: got a lot of things going on in his life he's looking at dinosaur urine and, and that's just this movie well look I don't want to <laughs> I know I'm just
2: sorting out life okay that's what happens when you're a growing when you're a spicy yeah, growing I, boy
1: <laughs> I don't want to bring it back to my age but but. Or my age, as Ryan thought I said. But, Asians, uh, I
0: thought he said Asians, yeah.
1: Am I Asian? But when you're young, you intake a lot more things. Yeah.
0: Hey, did you think there was going to be repercussions for him introducing fire into this society? Look, there's society? on that
2: as well. Well,
0: he likes titties. But those are covered up titties cuz there's a little bra- uh, there's a little bikini. Well
1: on. Ryan, you'll notice later on in the film where they're trying to get back the device there was some, you know, like molten stuff on the ground there.
0: Oh, no, Wait, I didn't
2: Wait, fiery titties?
0: Fiery titties, Jules. it's it's fiery titties, which is your favorite kind <laughs> of titties. Which is really interesting. That now a part of the mythology of Jules is that she's a lesbian. That's that's where we've gone with this. Which is kind of weird, due to the fact that you have a partner named Jamie, which is also a girl's name. So it all adds up.
2: You'll never know.
0: Never met this Jamie Lee Curtis, but it could be her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jamie well, Lee Curtis sh- have been too busy
0: making the Halloween movie. Well, she's
1: been on the show, Ryan.
0: Right? Jamie Lee, yeah, yeah, Christmas in, with the in Christ. Christmas with the Cronkles. So that's the German title. Uh, Christmas with the Croods. So, this is the part of the movie called Chekhov's Titties, in which they introduce titty-grabbing in the first act, and then it's going to be paid off later in the third act. Well, they introduce
1: titty-mugs, too.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, but this is titty-grabbing.
3: Mm.
0: Chekhov's titty-grabbing. So, because they don't have a Chekhov's titty-mug at the end, you see. So, mm. at the end of the movie, there's more titty-grabbing. Uh, apparently, looking this up, her outfit here... Good job, Danny McBride. That wasn't scripted. He just went, got to grab a boobie. But in the trivia, I read that her outfit is is the exact same outfit that's in the TV show. Until she decides that she wants to wear mini shorts. And no shirt. Just a singlet.
2: Yeah, because didn't you know that that's the most practical outfit in any movie ever? Especially if you're in the wilderness. Yeah, particularly, actually. When you can get cut by things. And Bidden by Things. Oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, did you ever see that new Blair Witch movie they made?
2: I strayed away from it.
0: Straight away?
2: Yes. You were afraid? Yes.
0: You're afraid of the Blair Witch? (laughs) Sure. Okay, so in the new Blair Witch movie, (laughs) it's a couple years old, so get over yourselves if you're like, no, it's ruined this Blair Witch. One of the girl characters goes, oh, we've got to cross this river. I'm going to take off my boots. Why would you do that? And then she gets cut on the foot and then a thing grows inside of her foot and then she has to pull this wiggly creature out of her foot near the end of the movie because it's an awesome idea, but it's kind of like, why if in any world at night would you want to take off your shoes in the forest and especially in the river where you can't see rocks and things in? That's this movie, basically. It's, it's She's saying, I don't need pants, I need shorts. There's also a moment later in this movie I really liked where they made fun of Will Ferrell for wearing shoes. Like, mm. he's got these heeled shoes. But then I look at her shoes and they're even more heeled than his ones are. But she's making fun of him. Because this movie, I don't know if you know this, Jules, but this movie is all about equality. Because she picks on him and he picks on Danny McBride and Danny McBride picks on both of them. Isn't that equality? Yeah. Isn't that just all equal there? Like they all pick on Chaka because none of them like him and apparently she can speak his language already do they explain that maybe well they do and how mm. do they explain that
1: i believe they said something along the lines of um she worked with chimps or something
0: and yes we all know that chimps have a very distinct language that they speak and we can and speak tra- that monkey and language and that language is transdimensional oh yeah oh yeah yeah and we as humans can learn to speak animal talk. Because we... animals are sentient, right? Mm-hmm. And and they have proper cultures and language, and they understand words. And ice cream is great. Oh, well, ice. Jules, big fan of ice cream?
2: Oh, of course.
0: Almost as big a fan as you are of titties? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I may even like ice cream just a little no, bit. Now, if that we combine
0: true. ice cream and titties, how would you feel about that? <laughs> and they're really cold, so... You know. If I was God... And I went, Jules, oh, we're going to combine these two elements. How would you what, want that to work? I as
2: like, tits made out of ice cream or oh, ice cream made out of tits? Because the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the latter season. I feel like a, how <laughs> a
0: growing boy <laughs> wants a specific one tits and milk. Or well, the one that's ice cream. <laughs> well, yeah. <I laughs> tits was, and milk. Uh, titties and milk. I was thinking that I, um, you know, titties that lactate ice cream. Obviously. Oh. So you have one that lactates chocolate and one that lactates vanilla. Because you don't want to just you don't yeah, want but... to be stuck with fucking one digger Jules. If I was God, do you just want to be stuck with fucking vanilla the whole time? Do you want but, one that's chocolate? But maybe right? if
2: I get sick of both, does that mean I'm just gonna start I don't know, it's just kind of it reminds well, me okay. of a cow and that's just well, weird. Don't you ever get
1: upset that you only have like one flavor of urine?
0: Yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but we don't drink urine. But humans, we don't? No, we don't. But humans drink milk, oh. right? Mm. So it's okay that it's... Because what you're doing there is implicating, like, oh, well, drink drink pee. No, we can drink milk because of our titties, but if you replace it with ice cream, that's okay too because we can eat ice cream. And yeah, like, it reminds me of cows... Unlike humans or human women already that have like breasts that lactate milk, yeah, which but... cows also lactate milk with otters. I mean, we're animals. I like how they spent enough time. Did you know they invented uh the 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 selfie there?
1: But that oh, wasn't a selfie. Really?
0: I know, but but Danny McBride was willing to be a dyna- no. They're inventing. What would you call it? Like a dangerous picture. You know how there are those pictures of people doing dangerous shit? Mm, Though, Yeah, this was the 2009
1: trend that would be followed up by, like, planking and stuff. Stunt
0: photography. That's what I call it. They invented it back in, um, whenever this movie takes place.
1: Well, another dimension, so probably still 2009. But, but when does
0: this movie take place?
1: 2009. In the present,
2: past, and future. You sure?
1: Oh, I'm growing, so I think I'm sure. I'm confident, but I'm not right, probably. Because
2: I- I'm going
0: to ask you this. This is a dead serious question now. When does this movie in the real world take place? Because at the beginning of the movie, he's on the Today Show. Is it with Matt Lauer or whatever? Lauer, yeah. And he's getting interviewed about this book, and then and it references the what year it is then as like the current year, 2009.
1: Did it say 2009 there?
0: I'm pretty sure. And then the movie cuts mm. to years later or a year later or three years later. They cut later. to some period later, yeah. So does that mean when people saw this in the theatre that this movie was taking place in the future? Like
1: the super near future, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: and now we're past that and we could be like, Pff, Stephen Hawking didn't say that time travel didn't work.
1: Well, he specifically Stephen Hawking was criticising his theory about time warps.
0: But then, in the trivia, they even say Stephen Hawking is confused as to why because he believes that this could work. <laughs> like, time travels a thing. So. Well, obviously,
1: it's a movie fictional universe.
0: But, like, if you're getting a fictional universe, well, that's mm. a thing. If you're getting a fictional... But maybe they, since they time travel to the future in this movie, they're like, maybe in 2000, let's say this takes place in 2011, they're like, then he he, he, he did believe... We 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 talked over one of the famous lines of the film. Oh, gr- we should call him Grumpy. Yeah, Grumpy. No, the the line about the polish. <laughs> oh, Bartek, please tell us about the line about the polish. Well, I, I, it's just that I can't remember the specific
1: adjective they used. Was stupid. Stupid. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was stupid or evil. No,
0: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you got those two mixed up though. Like I thought you could give me like I could remember from stupid or silly, but you're like stupid or evil.
1: Well, I remembered evil, but then you kept talking about stupid. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, stupid. Stupid. Because he was making a point. So, in the movie, for those not caught up, which is all of you, because we've been jumping around a bit, uh, Will Ferrell is making a comment about how dinosaurs, like the T Rex, has a brain the size of a walnut and that they're the the stupidest creatures alive. Yeah. Other than the Polish. Yeah. Which, um, I didn't know that was a thing. Are we considered real stupid?
1: Well, you don't speak Polish, so you wouldn't know.
0: Yeah, but, like... Okay, so that doesn't make sense in itself for me. So, wait, wait, wait. In the Polish culture, where they speak Polish, mm-hmm. do they come across as stupid, like, to themselves? Because he's making a comment as an outsider, Will Ferrell, as someone who's not Polish. So I can apply my workings with his workings, because I don't speak Polish.
2: Oh, look, this is the short scene. what, what? what, what, what? job! So, so Bartek. Right, it's not
1: very long. What? The scene's not very long.
0: It's still going.
1: Yeah, but it's not long.
0: What do you mean? Because shorts. Good job. Yeah, I get it. Short shorts. Yeah. So, Bartek, so what I'm saying is I can be like, so are we stupid? Is that a fact? If you're asking, what do you think the answer is? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> but is that a thing? Have I missed that somewhere? I are mean, we considered stupid? If like, it was a thing, the Polish wouldn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, but too stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's saying. Because I would understand if she said it, because in England the and Europe in general, the Polish people are a bit of a problem, where the Mexicans of Europe is the joke, because we just spread ourselves and steal all the jobs. That's, mm. And that's... the world
1: war was started over us being invaded. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Germany, we don't forget. So
1: <laughs> But we do forgive. Well, did, all or, Polish people probably not. Probably not. They hate Russia more though.
0: Yeah, because they oppressed longer. Yeah. But you have to blame one for the other, right? Because if one didn't do that, the other wouldn't have been able to do that. They really hate Russia. Yeah, of course they do.
1: Of course they do. Really but, hate. But they Russia.
0: have to. But they should at least apply some facts that if it wasn't for Germany invading, the Russians wouldn't have been able to take over. Mm, but they're not Russia. Yeah, but they were Nazis. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but they're not Russian.
0: Wait, wouldn't have the Germans have killed more Polish people than the Russians? Right, right. Uh, can't you just can't they can't they hate them both equally? Well, Polish people because hate Germans everything. specifically s- wiped out sections of the population, while Russia just oppressed them. My mum told me that. Oh, your when... mum did she? Well, she's Polish, so she would know. <laughs> she would know, Jules. She's Polish.
1: She told me that when Polish people aren't fighting other people, they're fighting themselves.
0: Oh, classic. Mm -hmm. So, who are they fighting now?
1: Themselves? Probably themselves.
0: Yeah, they're like, women don't deserve abortions. Polish women, I don't know. No, just women in general. Or is it
2: just a whole bunch of Polish people in their homes fighting themselves? Yeah, fighting themselves, ripping each other new long... No, just inner a, inner a turmoil. Singing
0: the national anthem. There are no Polish comedies. There are only dramas and tragedies. Like every show on TV is just someone sitting in a chair with sad music playing.
1: And World War II movie.
0: And a World War II movie. That There's that a lot. you don't say. Why would they only make movies about that? Is it possibly because it defined their their culture? I think they'd say no, but I'm saying yes. <laughs> Hear that, Poland? In a turmoil with Bartek, there he says yes. (laughs) Get him, boys and girls. You know you're allowed to do that. Oh, Grumpy winked at them. That was nice. Um, Have you ever had a dinosaur wink at you?
2: I have now. (laughs) I've had a grumpy person
1: wink at me.
0: (laughs) While they were grumpy.
1: I mean, they are a grumpy person. Were they scaly?
0: Someone grumpily winking at you. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's just, it's kind of like a sad person whistling. You just can't imagine it. You can only whistle when you're happy. Have you ever heard someone be like, think about it? Have you ever seen someone go, well, Jules, the tests have come through. You've got the cancer of the bowels. Oh, well. <laughs> your way that's no what's going to fucking happen whistling only like that's the positivity right or like I don't want to... You're in the gym and you're, like, whistling because you're, like, not looking at that guy's cock Well, it could be, like, oh, a. Like no whistling one can be creepy,
2: though. Like, yeah. like, a, like a spaghetti
0: western kind of thing. Like, the guy's
1: walking into town whistling and it's like, oh, it's him. Yeah, but... His trademark whistle.
0: Yeah, but he's not doing it like I'm sad, though. It's usually a, 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 a positive like a connotation still. Like, really?
2: I feel like that's a calling card. Yeah, like, but in I'm the here. real
0: world... It's like an intimidation tactic. Yeah, yeah, but in the real world, though, that's movie world. In the real human world... Well, World. you haven't gone to Poland.
2: No, I still think... <laughs> yeah, that's movie land. <laughs> I still think whistling can be creepy in the real world. Yeah, but that's not... But that's not, that's, sa- like, but like, that's like, not You can imagine like, like a done. serial killer... Oh, you like... like creepy?
0: <laughs> you don't like creepy, Jules? No, I don't. You imagine, like, you Do can... you like happy, Jules?
2: Yes, I like happy.
0: No, no. Happy Jules. Happy me? (laughs) Oh, you're just going to talk about yourself. You don't want to talk about other people called Jules? There's other people called Jules. One of them's in fucking Pulp Fiction. That's true. And he's creepy. (laughs) Or Happy
2: Gems?
0: (laughs) Happy Gems. Yes, you got the the people called Jeremy or or Gemma.
2: I could
1: see Mick Taylor from Wolf Creek 2 whistling while doing messed up Yeah, but he's
0: happy when he's whistling. Like, the person themselves are happy when mm, they're whistling. That's the point. You don't have someone who's sad whistling. Like, you don't have someone who's angry winking.
2: Yeah, okay. You don't have
0: someone going, I hate you! Like, it doesn't work, because then the wink is uh, giving you a different message of something. It's not like when they wink at you, you go, I fucking hate you, and then a wink that kind of gives you that, oh, they don't actually hate me, thus their anger doesn't exist.
1: Ryan, you are so not progressive.
0: Hey, don't you like that they set up this little moment here in which an alien can transmit into the mind and then they never use it again? were we he... saying
1: earlier how he's not an alien?
0: Isn't he? He's a lizard alien. Who? He's an alien lizard.
2: Maybe we're all aliens.
0: They have... They're something. Let's call them things. Now... I think that's great that they set that up and then never use it again because that's a subversion of the Chekhov rule. Mm. Because sometimes films, especially Hollywood like to break with conventions of filmmaking. I mean, a lot of people go, holy Hollywood, well, there's always a three-act structure in which you...'' Especially, let's say, let's apply it to a Will Ferrell movie. You always have a three-act structure about a man-child who falls from grace and then realises they shouldn't have been a man-child in the first place, and then they become a good guy at the end. There's always a formula. Well, uh, uh, some movies, though, in Hollywood, they do break that formula, like this movie does. This movie's saying, hey, Will Ferrell's a scientist who learns at the end that science is not always the thing that you should apply your knowledge with. And isn't that a good message? Really? It's, it's science is for losers. That's
1: what this movie's saying. It's progressive and forward-thinking. It's like, it, like I, I don't want to you know, make the whole thing about, like, oh, Citizen Kane or whatever, but that film was famous because... It was, like, you know, ahead of its time and invented things that, you know, we use today in film, like shots or whatever. I haven't seen it, but is that what they say about it?
0: Well, yeah. If you were to talk about the technicalities of things, yes. It invented, it played and invented and was innovative with certain things, like he cut a hole through the floor so he could put the camera there so it was lower. Stuff like that. Lighting techniques that were used for theatre, were used for film. Mm. But you could say with the thematics, like the real world things, like, you know, with Citizen Kane, you could apply this here too, Citizen Kane was at the forefront of critiquing and analysing the media mogul.
1: Yes, but then I ask you, did Citizen Kane have a Danny McBride? No, he didn't. Exactly. Did Citizen Kane have this sequence here?
0: Well, actually, the funniest thing is... It didn't. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if it did. Where it's just like Orson Welles... Just being like... Rosebud. And then he's like... Rosebud. <laughs> Imagine that. You know, he's holding the snow globe. It's of this scene, though. <laughs> he just drops it. and smashes. Okay. But Citizen Kane thing, right? That uh, that 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 is like is making for at the forefront of g- critiquing media mogul capitalism, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, I can't remember who he was specifically. Hearst, William Randolph Hearst. This movie is doing the exact same, but about science and how it can be very um, uh, very uh, elitist. Because mm. you have someone here who's saying time travel's possible, and they're saying no. Which is very <laughs> historical, because, you know, a famous Polish man once said that the world was not flat. Mm-hmm. And then he got persecuted. He mm-hmm. and... had the Kopernik Yep, exactly. And he said the earth was not flat, Copernicus. And uh, it was only, what was it, in the last five years, they uh, I think it was the church, or whoever, which country it was, that uh, jailed him. I gave an official apology oh yeah there was something to Copernicus like imagine this imagine you Jules imagine you said the earth is not flat it's round and then you got imprisoned and died and then what 300 years later I, I want to say let's say from, 300 years later centuries later yeah. centuries later after you have died you're dead you're not here now someone in a parliament Parliament meeting just goes uh sorry Copernicus
2: Would that make you happy? How could it make me happy when I'm not around?
0: Exactly. So Jules is saying there is no afterlife. Confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. You're dead. There's nothing
1: afterwards. You hear that, Kevin Rudd? What was your apology all about? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Fuck you. That is brutal. For a non-Australian listener, they're like, what the fuck's he talking about? (laughs) For Australians, he's like, we're thinking, wow, Bartek is saying that Kevin Rudd shouldn't apologize to the Aboriginal people for the atrocities (laughs) put upon them by the white man.
2: Good job. Good job, Bartek. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag
0: not all Caucasians. (laughs) Hashtag
2: I'm I'm
1: growing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag I'm a real boy. Hashtag don't trust people in tunics. Hashtag
1: apparently I'm Pinocchio. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Why aren't
1: you? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Well, Is who's, and I'm your Geppetto. Your Drew Carey? Yes. Was Drew Carey the voice? No, um, not
1: the voice, but in like the film Geppetto.
0: Oh, I didn't know that existed. Is it an unappreciated masterpiece? I think it's not theatrical, so... <sighs> don't come in here with your TV movies. I'm very upset now. I was really excited about this Drew Carey Geppetto movie. Now I realize it's not even a theatrically released movie. Unlike this movie, which was a theatrical release. Someone saw this in the cinema. If you saw this in the cinema and you had a pleasant experience with this, please email us. The email is in the description. Uh, but please do, because I really want to hear about it, because I, I, I don't know what people's reactions to this were, because this is a real appreciate masterpiece. This has got like a 5.1 on IMDb, which is, this is average. And I would
1: like to apologize you should. for all the blind people who had to hear Ryan say to read in the description. It's, I believe, spitandpolished at
0: gmail.com? No, we've got braille. Oh, those are for deaf people, according to Bartek on a previous episode. Exactly, Ryan's <laughs> okay. In which case they wouldn't hear you say. Bartek legitimately thought Braille were for, was for, de- for, for deaf people to read. And then I had to, break to him, deaf people can read because they have <laughs> <That's> sight. Like, <laughs> I think, no, wasn't it that I caught myself on that? Yeah, but by the time you caught yourself, I was already at the point of saying, but Bartek, deaf people can read. And you're like, they can read. <laughs> we were like we got there the two together, yeah. but I was there ahead of you because I had common sense. Mom, yeah, I wasn't even born then, so leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a cum stain on the floor, and I was like, sorry, bud.
1: Because all cum stains eventually become fetuses, yes, right.
2: Well,
0: no, I'm saying your no. mum wiped her pussy on the ground. That's he, what I'm clearly saying.
2: The thing it's is, fine. he might have been born then, because he's just growing. He has no age. He's clearly...
0: At the stage of development in which he's attending primary school, but not the later stages. Probably year two? That means seven? No, eight. That's an eight-year-old, right? When you're in year two, that's eight years old. Bartek's an eight-year-old child, so we should keep our our swearing down to a minimum. Because although this podcast is with uh, coarse language on the iTunes, it has that little parental advisory. Explicit content. Explicit content, we have a child here and it's our service, Jules, as adults, responsible adults, not to imprint this child with swear words. That's
2: fucking right. And you've
0: been doing
1: really well so far.
0: I have. I've been doing fantastic. I've, I've nailed it so far like Jesus. On the fucking cross, right? Whoa, where did you get that from? From you. I was clearly referencing his carpentry career. I don't know where you got this crucifixion from. Carpents <laughs> don't have nails, dummy. Well, well fun fact mind. You got to learn that they do in fact sometimes hammer in carpets.
1: That's stupid.
0: I'm not a carpenter. Exactly. <laughs> my dad is. I could ask him. But he makes ships, right? Yeah, but you have to have a level of you have to you know have how to carpets on ships, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, right, yeah, you need a, Yeah, you
1: need carpets. The captain's quarters is a pirate king. No, for the poop deck.
0: <laughs> I mean, don't poop on
1: carpets, poop on toilets
0: Yeah, but if you poop on wood, it's gonna get Grain into the wood And that's just gonna be that's awful That's why you poop on toilets Yeah, but you have to have carpet So that you can walk to the toilet Clearly Um, carpets aren't footwear no, but you don't want to get a splinter on your foot from the wood, do you? Well, then you wait. wear shoes. Wait. Yeah, but sometimes you don't wear shoes. You're not wearing them now. Well, but I'm wearing socks. Yeah, because, you, yeah, exactly. But you, that wouldn't stop a splinter, would it, Jules? But,
2: but I thought carpets were a mode of transport. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Aladine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the self-seriousness in Jules' voice and look at me. They're like, wait a moment, guys. I got some fun facts for you here. Oh, this is probably my favourite scene in which Will is Ferrell... this
2: Is this the burning that you remember growing boy? <laughs> Spicy growing boys? Oh,
0: this. Is oh. this the growing burning moment for you in which Will Ferrell chugs on some dy- dino urine? I was going to dismiss yes. this, but I did make a joke
1: about <laughs> drinking pee earlier, so I can't really do that.
0: can't back yeah. off. <laughs> Look, this is probably my favorite scene, because I love the the banter and the rhythm between the two of them. Danny McBride has, like, he's being a jerk, but he's not being the jerk that he usually is in the movie, where he's, like, overtly, like, he's kind of like, so, uh... He actually does want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's being a jerk, but he's yeah. being a jerk about it, so it's like... It has a Chevy Chase kind of feel to it, like, Chevy Chase does that a lot when he's being a jerk to people. He's like, so, uh... <laughs> you had to stand under a dino dong, did you? Tell me about that. Like he's not being like, you had to stand under a dino dick, did you? Just fucking tell. Like he's not being aggressive. He's very laid back. Like very. <laughs> tell me about it. I, I want to hear it from your mouth. And what's your mouth full of dino pee? hey, you know how South Park made that joke about Rob Schneider is a carrot? hmm And, like, all of those things, and then they eventually had one for Adam Sandler making all of these movies. Honestly, is there one for Will Ferrell at this point with them? Because it is kind of like Will Ferrell covered in dino urine is probably never going to be beaten in his absurdity catalogue. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Will Ferrell has all of these absurd things that he's done, like, you know, there's a whole movie about him not wanting to go to prison, in s- step- so he hires a black guy in to step- teach him how not to get raped. In and then Brothers,
2: shanked in the head.
0: In yeah.
1: Brothers, his tongue is pressed against dog poo. I think that's a bit worse, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but dog Maybe, poo's normal. Yeah, Dog poo's a comedic staple, but drinking, dyne- covering yourself, and then deciding willingly to drink dino urine? And mm. then do it great. again. And then do it again. Because it might make it better, yeah. Um, That's that's a good point, That's probably his most absurd thing he's ever done before in any of his films. Uh, I haven't seen every single film, I mean, you know, but I'm pretty sure this is the top... Five in his absurdity catalog. That's, That's what I'm gonna true, call yeah. it. His absurdity catalog. <laughs> like you get, you get it mailed to your monthly. The Wolf <laughs> Feral absurdity catalog. It's like, oh, what do you want to get this time, guys? Uh, Land of the Lost has pee from a dinosaur in his mouth. Good, good, good. While well, Anchorman has an animated sex scene. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh. We could go with, uh, you know, semi-pro Will Ferrell with an afro, but he's white, so that's good. Like, you can just keep going through them again and again.
2: I think I'll I'll order this version of
0: Will Ferrell this month. Yes, please. Could I have the version of him where he shouts? Ooh, you mean just Will Ferrell? Yes, please. (laughs) Could I have the most absurd Will Ferrell? You just flick to uh, Everything Must Go and uh, Stranger Than Fiction. It's like, ooh, serious Will Ferrell. Now, that's the most weird one of them all, where he's a serious actor, and that's crazy. What do you mean, bewitched? Well, that's different. That's Will Ferrell playing meta Will Ferrell, because in that movie, it's very meta about him being an actor, but he's not being Will Ferrell. Um, This movie really could have used Steve Carell As an actor from the TV show, but he's also the character from the TV show. That would have been great. Just like Bewitched. I think that happened in Bewitched, yeah. That's exactly what happened in Bewitched. Now, um, movies, TV shows, stories all rely on a protagonist or a series of protagonists. You can have them in different shades. You can have them be anti-heroes, like uh, Deadpool, for instance. You know, where you, you root for him even though he does terrible things. Or you can have them be a clean-cut hero. Are heroes in this movie, what would you classify them? Especially during this scene in which they willingly don't help someone. What, would you, what kind of heroes would you say these, these people are?
1: I could see that a strong argument can be made that they are... On the sociopathic end, because, you know, a person's being ripped apart in front of them. But also you'd have to consider... And they're
0: recording it for scientific purposes.
1: Yeah. And at the same time, you'd have to consider the fact that, um... And I think it's even, like, the first step of CPR, where you have to consider, um, (laughs) your own safety over the safety of the person that needs help.
0: Yes, Yes, you're right.
1: Because it would be no use trying to help someone if you yourself will get ripped it's apart. It's
0: so weird because in my notes I wrote in this thing, in this scene, first step of CPR. That's all I wrote. I should have known that Bartek was going to bring it up.
2: And in my notes, well, I, I wrote "Staying Alive."
0: "Staying Alive" is my favorite song too. By the uh, Bee Gees. Yeah, of course. Um, what was the song that he sang? The show tune. I hope I get it. What's that from?
1: Ooh the chorus line i think it was is that it
0: i think it's called the chorus line okay okay i know the song i don't know the chorus line and i was just like i said to my I googled it That's i said to my fiance i'm like what's this from and she went oh is it fame and i went is that a show tune i thought it was just a musical because when i think show tunes i think like pirates of the pen oh, hms yeah. pinafore that era well oh look a spaceship but uh i think of, of that era of of things but apparently not Apparently, you know, maybe it's any musical. And and don't you like how Anna Farrell says... Not Anna Farrell. uh, The the girl says, you listen to show tunes, gay! Which is great, because usually the guys in movies say that. But this time, it's a woman saying, he's gay. Isn't that great, Jules? Isn't that what women have been fighting for in comedy? Equality? For them to say, you're gay? Isn't that what they've been fighting for? Actually, I
2: believe women have been fighting for full-length pants, but...
0: No, they've been fighting for equal pay, but, like, that too. <laughs> Full-length pants. Dude, this CPR card's bullshit. It has the abbreviation, but whoa, it doesn't whoa, say
2: whoa. what it means. Where did you get that language from, mister?
0: Yeah. Sorry, CPR. Also, where did you get CPR <laughs> card? You're still growing. So, Baltic brought his CPR card, which um, is old, I can tell. Yeah, it's from, we, like, 2008. Um, th- Two breaths. Thirty compressions, five cycles in 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, it has like 30 and
0: two. That's all you do. <laughs> like you
1: see the DRAB C D thing on there. That's an abbre. That's like a abbreviation acronym. The I know that the D stands for danger, but it doesn't say anywhere on the card board, which the D. Thing. The first D.
0: Okay, because there's one at the end.
1: Yeah, DRAB C D. I don't know what the I don't know what the rest stand for, but that's okay. the bullshit thing about the card. It doesn't tell you. So
0: Jules, with an adult, it apparently says eight years of age and older is adult.
2: Oh, wow, so Bartek isn't a growing boy, he's a growing adult.
0: (laughs) I had a Chekhov's gun thing in my wallet for like the last 11 years. Which is weird, because you're still growing. Wait, I said 2008, so 10 years. Wow, 11, you're wrong. Eight years, so when you have an adult like Bartek, uh, you have to head tilt, full, compressions, three chest depth, two hands, and then with a younger child, one to eight years of age, you have to have head tilt, as required, so you don't get a specific... You just have to kind of wing it with that one. And compressions, uh, a third chest depth, one hand, just one for a child. Well, I should have pulled this out when we did Meteor Apocalypse. So, you want to guess when you're doing one for an infant? Uh, an infant, less than one years of age. Yep. Um, so- head tilt, neutral.
2: So, no help the head
0: tilt. No, you just have them, like... Yeah, no head, head tilt. You have to have it straight, I guess. Like, they're having a profile picture, I guess. Uh, and again, a third chest depth, but two fingers. And then, look, you get an extra one here. Breath. Check for pu- cheek puffs.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: what the just...
0: fuck does that mean? What does that mean? So, breath, do I just have to blow until their cheeks puff up? Is that what that means? I'm or do sure. I... Isn't there a thing with, um... Welcome to the uh, CPR podcast (laughs) with your hosts, Ryan Slinsky, expert on infant CPR. Because of a two-sided card. (laughs) You know what's great? There probably is a CPR podcast, and they're probably called something like, you know lifesaver podcasts and you are thinking, oh, this is about the candy lifesaver and they're <laughs> like, fuck you, it's about CPR, bitch. I was
1: gonna say there's a th- isn't there a thing with infants that they can't drown because they have a thing where they like they tighten their esophagus. Maybe the cheek puff thing's related to that. Can
0: they not drown? Apparently they can't For- drown. So Oh wait it's a t- pterodactyl jewels! <laughs> We oh, distracting her with the CPR, Ryan, uh, thanks. I know, but I needed to let her watch out because she has peripheral vision. <laughs> but she wasn't reacting to it. You brought her attention to it. Oh, no, now she's peed herself. <laughs> now she's the growing girl who needs diaper training. Great. And it's still there, Jules. Watch out. <laughs> I'm just gonna it's okay. It's, gone. it's okay. okay. The girl's bottom was covering most of the screen, so you couldn't see it. But it's okay. She's gone now. I'm- Bartek, is it alright if I keep the CPR guard in case I, was, I need it? I was going to no, clarify, um, Bartek, I
2: I believe the drowning thing is that you can actually fully submerge an, an infant from a certain amount of time due to, like, being in the womb or whatever, but I don't know if it's to do with this. Oh, I thought you
0: were going to say, you know how, you know with babies, like they won't react unless you react sometimes. So, like, when you drop one and you go, oh, my God, they won't know that they're supposed to go, ah, you know that's a thing, right?
3: Uh, That might be a bit extreme,
0: but I know what you're saying. That's a thing, like, a minor thing. Like, a lot of times, like, you might drop a baby and you go, oh, my God, and they'll see you react with, like, oh, no, and they'll be like, oh, no, where? But if you don't react, they'll be like, oh, okay. Like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe if you drown them and you don't react, they won't know that and, they're drowning and, and they won't react. No, and they won't. <laughs> no, you no, trying no. to
2: suggest that <laughs> they, they won't, won't react because they'll be dead? <laughs>
0: no, they won't react to you knowing that they're drowning so they won't breathe in the water, thus they won't drown. Pretty good, huh? Pretty good. That's that's right. baby that's baby because, logic.
2: Because if I go into a body of water and I don't breathe No, I'll it doesn't work because
0: you're an adult. You've got to I'm a cup. growing girl. Yeah, you're a growing girl, but you're but as this says, <laughs> 8 or older uh Adult, <laughs> adult, but takes like an adult. At the end of this episode, so we have actually to... have no excuse now for being a growing boy because you have already established he was eight.
2: So that's fine. He's just a growing adult.
0: <laughs> he's growing adult, aren't we all?
2: So, so if a
1: younger child also says one to eight years of age, so
0: it's like a middle ground. But, so, but, you so know... on the
2: cusp of eight or like he's
0: eight. His birthday went a couple of months ago. So yeah. He's, eight. He's older than eight, so if anything... At the end of this episode... You're not gonna...
1: on the cusp. You're well above. You're older than eight. At the end of this episode, we're going to Google Drab CD and find out what it stands for.
0: So, we miss the iconic scene in which Ben... Ah, uh, nearly said Ben still Rick. No, I was going to say his full name, Will Ferrell. But, yes, Rick gave up. Was it Rick Marshall? Rick Marshall. Ricky Marshall. That's the original character's name, too, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he gave up. Uh, he decided, no more. I'm done. I'm going to sit in this car. And they're like, don't you have another plan? Yeah, I'm going to extend my legs and kind of shift positions when I want. <laughs> and the hand in the pants. See, Jules laughed, and I laughed too at the time. And the hand in the pants. That's a classic man thing. We put our hands down our pants. You mm-hmm. ever do that? But it's like you're a growing man.
1: I mean, if I drop something in the pants, I have to put it down there. So yeah. You
0: know. Is that all? When you just drop things? Well, I'm not
1: going to leave it there.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I know what you're doing. I'm a growing man. I understand. Uh, Wait, you're growing too? Yes. Well, we are. We all are. Once we're eight, we're all growing. We never stop growing. We we die. That's the end. And as Jules said, there's no afterlife. What's that? There's nothing. Well, you're an adult. You should know. <laughs> if you I were mean, younger you, than eight, I would have to tell you. But you're, that you're, the one that, you're the one that decided that I was eight. Yeah, because I, I told de- you that I'm growing. And I and yeah, and then I said like well how old? And you're like, oh, I don't know, and then and then I determined because I'm a growing adult and I could figure these things out, and then I figured it out for you and now you're age. Well it wasn't a mystery, I told you I was growing. Well yeah, but age is still a mystery. That's deep. I'm I'm a philosopher of the stone. That's a Harry Potter reference there for you? If, oh The our, Americans, our Americans are really I'm a sorcerer now. <laughs> Why is it changed to Sorcerer's Stone?
2: Is it because they don't have philosophers in America? Is that the thing? I guess not, yeah. Because that would be considered witchcraft. But it's a, it's all
0: about witchcraft it's, and wizardry. Yeah, it's
1: an alchemy term.
2: Yeah.
0: What, philosophy? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking. <laughs> no, no, the stone itself. Yeah, but, like, why is it different over there? Yeah, I don't know. America, why? I used to know, but I
1: completely forgot. Is me. it
0: because they don't have philosophers?
1: I don't know. I, there was a reason, but I can't remember what it was. I think it's
0: what Joel said. I think it's like oh, that relates too much to witchcraft, but sorcerer maybe, or maybe, they, or maybe it's just
1: because people didn't know what philosophers were. I don't know.
0: What well, back in nineteen ninety eight or whenever the book came out, they didn't. They didn't know in America what a philosopher was. They didn't hear about Nietzsche or Plato. Who? Who's that? I don't know. Philosophers? Is that a kind of plate I eat off of? And I go plate. Oh. Like, oh no, there's a there. <laughs> well, it's. Like, what fucking universe is America from? Well, no, Plato. What
2: about Socrates? <laughs> I don't play
0: soccer. Jeez. No, Pla- Plato is the 15th one. Oh, I
1: get it. Yeah, yeah. It's the 15th letter of the alphabet. I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah that's good. That's very clever.
1: Also, Bill and Ted said it's Socrates. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's <laughs> Socrates. Like, they're like, who's this? Famous, you know, Sun Tzu? Who's that? I only read Zap Brannigan's big book of war. Like, I don't read <laughs> the Arn of war. While we talk about this, Will Ferrell's having the blood sucked out of him, but it's okay because he falls over. And that's, that's not an
2: issue anymore. Well,
0: Jules, when you've had things sucked out of you, uh, blood, I'd hope, uh, w- enough to make you go pale and feel sick, you just fall over and you're fine, right? You don't need a transfusion. You can just go to sleep. In fact, I don't have my wallet on me, but I usually have my uh, blood donor card in my wallet. Mm -hmm. And it says, when you're drained of a good proportion of your blood, the best thing to do is fall asleep. That's exactly what it says. Best thing to do is just just fall asleep. Well, if it makes you sleepy, then... Well, you you should go to sleep. Same. It's like when you're on the verge of death. Um, yummy, you sleep know. It off. Sleep it off. It's like when you're freezing to death.
1: Sleep. Yeah. If you're feeling tired, what do you do? You sleep.
2: Oh, I thought the best thing to do was walk it off.
0: Oh, well, run. <laughs> run? Run, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run and sleep. <laughs> Great. Sleep usually comes after the run.
2: What? what or during,
0: what, if you're lucky.
2: Wait, what if I can run and sleep at the same time? Oh,
0: sleep running. <laughs> then you're progressive. Then you're fully grown. <laughs> So I don't know if you've ever looked at Will Ferrell's body a lot before But I have I've seen enough movies of him With him without a shirt on Usually in his underpants And have you ever noticed that he has a scar Along his torso
1: I haven't looked that closely
0: it's a very noticeable scar like not like it's a scar that's like that indents into the skin like it's mm. not like just a oh look he's got a scar like a line it's like well there's ones where it's like you see like his skin is folded in so it's kind yeah. of like this i looked it up for this episode and i was like what's will Farrell's scar and i got a yahoo answer
1: so you know it's true
0: <laughs> and it said i have a scar like that I got it from when I was a baby and couldn't stop throwing up. It's like this term, like, I can't remember what it's called, something like with an E, like an estropostral or whatever. And you get an operation when you're a baby because you just can't stop throwing up. That's what Will Ferrell has. Because Will Ferrell just couldn't stop throwing up as a baby. And then I said, well, Yahoo, right? Oh, Jules, it's okay. They're only pterodactyl eggs. They haven't hatched yet. But, Thanks for that. <laughs> but um I went, well, that's Yahoo answer. I should look it up. IMDB. Woo Ferrell when he was a young baby couldn't stop throwing up, so he had an operation, and that's why he has a scar. And I went, that Yahoo guy wasn't messing around. He knew Well, it's Yahoo answer, so you know it was true. It could be the girl too, so I don't want to stereotype. Hey, why did this happen? So so wait, 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 wait. I thought they were joking in the first time round when uh, uh he's like help me with this and then Danny McBride falls over like pretending to be asleep and then Shaka's like that too. So is that a joke that both of them are unwilling to help or is it a statement that the show tunes put them to sleep as well?
1: It's a complicated answer, but it goes like this. The first thing you said.
0: Is it? Cuz it's so. weird because the show tunes kind of stop now. Mm. So and they come back awake. But then Danny writes
1: first thing he says when he wakes up is a kind of like dismissive thing like I'll do it. Oh wait, you got it. Don't have to do it.
0: Uh, yeah, can... true, true statement. But you know, you got me there. Now, have you look at this, Jules? I know you're scared of pterodactyl legs, but aren't you aroused even as a Van Dyke by Will Ferrell in a singlet that's tied off and him wearing a headband dancing?
2: It's the short shorts that really do it.
0: Oh, and the rolled down socks, right? Yep. You only like him rolled down. Jules isn't even wearing socks today. That's just shocking. Just I'm looking at sh- no socks and shoes. That's just gross. This is terrible.
2: What about um thongs though?
0: Well, they're different
2: slippers
1: If you're wearing pants you don't see
0: them Well I, I prefer <laughs> I prefer wearing like if I have a full like enclosed slipper like I'm not talking about those granddad slippers that like have your ankles exposed but like ones that are basically shoes I like to have socks with them because okay, your I feet can't watch get this. your feet gets <laughs> she's turned away cuz your feet get sweaty when you're wearing slippers with no socks on and then you're covered in foot sweat in a uh, Shoes. How profusely
2: do your feet sweat?
0: Well, if you're wearing slippers, like eventually your feet will begin to sweat because you're usually wearing slippers because you're cold, right? So then you're rugging yourself up, and then like slippers add an extra level of heat because usually the cold gets in from your head or your feet, right? Yeah. So then eventually your feet will begin to sweat eventually. So, like, and then you're going to have feet that are sweaty and they're kind of in. You know what I'm saying? This is a thing.
2: Radio. Okay.
0: Look, look, pterodactyl fearer. I I have feet that have sweated before. All right. It's just a thing that happens. Hey, Jules. Did you think that scene was over? Because it is. And you know how it's over. Hard cut to Wolfral in his underpants, <laughs> jumping in some water. Well, then you don't have to worry about foot sweat. <laughs> look. Look, this is what you... now here's the shot that makes it. Mm, just seeing his balls sucks outlined in wetness. That's what I wanted to see. Yum, yum. yum in mm, my tub? In my mouth. <laughs> that's where the taste comes from, Jules. The mouth part. Right. Not the stomach. That's where the digestion part comes from. So, I just uh, want to taste it.
2: Right Ryan, tasty nuts?
0: Well, I'm saying balls. <laughs> okay. Well, Ryan already said cashews. So. I already said cashews with kings, and they look like brains. So, yum, yum. So, here's the famous narcotic in which they drink it, and he's just like, ooh, refreshing. See, Bart, they're re- re- reacting to it like it's yummy, sweet and sour. Mm.
2: Like Chinese food.
0: That's what I, That's what I think of Chinese food. I think sweet and sour. Is that how you think of Chinese well, if they food? they have
1: the sauce, then, yeah, but otherwise, not really. I don't,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing of Danny McBride to say. Because <laughs> I eat Chinese, I rarely eat Chinese food, but when so, I have it, I don't always accommodate it to sweet and sour. Not all the time. Not all of it, just specific, I guess. But maybe uh, there
1: are specific foods that are, like, yeah. without the sauce. So it tastes yeah, like that.
0: spring rolls, mmm, sweet and sour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I bought sweet and sour swing rolls, but like, shut up.
1: I mean, you already mentioned I'm not too big on Chinese, more into Indian, but I do like good fried rice.
0: A good fried rice? I mm-hmm. like a bad fried rice. It knows what it did. Yeah, it's being punished. Real good. What well, about sometimes you?
1: I'm like, all right, I'll order the bad fried rice, and it's bad. So you know, I regret it.
0: Well, Jules, you're you're half Asian. You might have half an opinion. <laughs> 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 And then there's people listening that, go, that are listening to this going, I'm mixed race. You know how hard it is. You're rejected from both cultures. I'm like, I get it, man. I'm Polish. Mi- I don't speak it. I get rejected all the time. It's a mixed hardness. It's a mixed hardness. <laughs> Um, sweet and sour is that? Is that Asian only, food in a nutshell? Only
2: being half does that mean I can only recognise sweet one, or sour, yeah. <laughs> not both? You you know like exactly. Jules and I are
0: always on the same wavelength because <laughs> that's where I exactly I was going to go with that. Like well, Jules would say something like, "But Jules, you can only taste one, right?" <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you you and I the teleprompter you give her kind of helps. You know,
0: what's so. weird. I'm the other half of the Asian. Like, <laughs> that's so <that's laughs> weird. But if if Jules and I, if Jules and I, like touched hands, would combine into one Asian person. And like some uh,
2: weird Stephen Universe gem. Yeah, like
0: exactly. M- you see, fusing. Jules is that Asian part that I don't have. The one that watches animated kids shows about people who are got gems in their bellies. And then you watch Dragon Ball Z, which is actually Asian. But yeah. I'm the one that actually watches the anime. <laughs>
2: hey, I like Sailor Moon, thank you very oh, there much. There you go,
0: but she's got the girly one. Yeah. Sailor Moon, that's, that's for what girls. Dragon, what
2: about Dragon Ball Z? That's
0: for boys.
1: Oh, okay, I see.
2: It's all about balls.
0: And dragons, <laughs> Well, Sailor Moon's about planets and cats. Meow. That's exactly the <laughs> wrong answer. You should have reacted with woof. See, if we combined, we would combine into one Asian game developer that's working on that, that game with Norman Reedus, and it's still. The Okajima? Yeah. The Metal Gear guy. We'll turn into him, the guy who created Metal Gear Solid, and would combine together and would say, Metal Gear Solid 2 sucks. My Ryan half was correct about that all these years, and I'm sorry. And my two copies of Metal Gear
1: Solid 2 say, not really. Do you really have two
0: copies? Yeah. Why?
1: Because one of them's uh, updated version.
0: Wait, what What happens in the update? Because I have the a, original.
1: Yeah, it just has a few extra features, like VR missions and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> okay. More shit. Hey, didn't you like the fact that this is a... Wouldn't that be a fucking terrifying image? You're on the ground, kind of semi-paralyzed, and you see just a giant crab scuttling towards you. And that's the weird thing. That must mean that's a soldier crab. Because it was moving forwards, not sideways, at them. Didn't really have any weapons, though. Pincers. Yeah, but it didn't have guns. No. Pincers are like hands for them, dummy. I like how you always think that soldiers only relate to modern-day warfare and they can't use hand-to-hand combat. Why would he use a
2: spear? Maybe it's, it's
0: just awkward full to assault. hold. Cause this is the land of the lost. Maybe he's from a different era. Maybe that
1: is from true. A I've seen dimension. I've seen crabs. I've seen crabs carrying knives. <laughs>
0: I have too. I've seen that too. You were outside, Jules. You were giving a crab opinion.
2: Um, different dimension.
0: Different dimension. Jules is on the same wavelength here. If we touched hands, we'd we'll turn into Kojima. There we go. So, but when, I actually thought that was a terrifying image. It was. Of it in the distance, where it's got that uh, uh, the mirage effect on it. You know, where you see the heat waves yeah. and the water kind of fizzling off the sand, and you just see this giant. Crab that's already snipping its pincers like I'm gonna go you That's terrifying and it's a soldier crab I guess Because it can move forwards I actually think it would be scarier if it was Moving sideways at him. Wouldn't that be neat like it'd have to come Curving around <laughs> to get them Wouldn't that be t- Now Jules I'm not trying to say that you're gonna now have a fear of crabs But maybe by the end of the crabs. episode. Hashtag I like pube crabs Says Jules they're my only friends.
2: Hashtag they're the ones I'm afraid of. <laughs>
0: they're the ones I'm afraid of. All those scary crabs in Sailor Moon. Are there crabs in Sailor Moon?
1: I don't know, I've never seen it.
0: Uh Jules, you're a Sailor Moon expert. Crabs, are they in them?
2: Probably in a market somewhere <laughs> to purchase, but not as a main focal
0: point. There are crabs in Pokemon. There are crabs in Pokemon. They're not the main focal point. They're in the background at Markets.
2: They're not the main character. (laughs) No, they get crabby about it.
0: Jules didn't. Jules went there, guys. Did you hear it? Did you hear that? That was Jules going there. I believe it was his seventh Pokemon. (laughs) You know that. That's the thing that I love about Bartek and myself. We have vast knowledge on these... He loves
1: about me, but he brings himself into
0: it. No, no, that's the thing. (laughs) We have vast knowledge on the most... Varying of things, but like you and I on two sides of a different coin, <laughs> you'll be like, I know that this was his seventh Pokemon, and I'll was... be like, and I've seen Shaun of the Dead, and you'll be like, I haven't, <laughs> I have no points
1: of reference for that. I think it's because that was the point where they're like, oh, you can only carry six of so the seven. Oh, one... I understand
0: that you've come up with a reasoning as yeah, to why rem- you know you this. But <laughs> like yeah, I understand that. There's little things that I remember that are really pointless pieces of trivia, such as the first time I met Jules. Uh, <laughs> pointless pieces of trivia. Pointless.
1: Why would you bring that up?
0: I'm not gonna bring it up now. But she was dressed in a weird outfit. Let's just say that. Remember?
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Jules was dressed as a female magician, but the it was in a play and they were like, you know what we need to make her as a female magician? Her in a sexy little one piece outfit and a top hat.
2: Again, no pants. Jules doesn't get pants! She
0: really relates to the female character in this movie who had pants and then they were taken away.
2: Mine weren't even taken away. It was just not an option.
0: Do you relate? Didn't to... you want pants before? You're like, let me have pants. and like, you're not getting pants. Do you relate to the I... Tunic character? Oh, yeah, you're him. You're Enoch.
2: Well, yes and no, because Tunic kind of has, like, Breeze. Not a one piece. A one piece doesn't.
1: Which one of them? Were, which one was Leonard Nimoy? Was he the? He
0: was the good one,
1: right? The one, one that they thought was the
0: good. the Zahn. Yeah, yeah. Leonard Nimoy's in this as the voice of the Zahn. Leonard Nimoy had had a great voice. You know, he you know he played Spock, obviously, but he just had that great voice. I mean. You know, it's weird that, you know, he'll forever be known as, as Mr. Spock, but sometimes for people of our generation who didn't see Star Trek, necessarily, people weren't Trekkies, we will know him as Leonard Nimoy in The Simpsons. Mm. <laughs> Those various times he appeared as himself. My personal favorite was the monorail episode, which is like, my job here is done. You didn't do anything. Oh. Didn't I? And then he gets transported out. No, that's the main one I remember. Yeah. <laughs> don't you remember the one in which he is in it the most, where he's hosting the episode about when Mister Burns gets discovered as what they thought was an alien? No, I remember that. Yeah, but the the one that you mentioned was the one I remember. Yeah, I remember. that's but that one I just mentioned. That's the one he's in the most. He's like in that episode a lot, and then he just leaves. And there's like, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> remember to look always up to the skis. I mean skies. Hey. Back to the Will Ferrell. Um, what did I call it? The absurdity catalog. Yep. Sure. Sure. Why not? Um, Will Ferrell watching di- uh lizard men fuck so hard that their skin comes off. That's pretty high up. I f- was. I it-
2: think it might be higher up than dinosaur pee. Uh,
0: well, it would be higher up if he was, was one it- of Hold the on. dinosaurs. <laughs> the I way, mean, lizard. The people. way you
1: phrased it, it seems like you're implying that the fuckings will remove the skin. Isn't it? Wasn't it that they removed the skin to fuck?
0: No, because they... No, no, that's a weird thing, though. I don't think so, because what we get visually is one of them, I'm assuming the male, grabbing the female one from behind and bending over and then hard cut to them going, Oh, yeah, they're full going at it. And then skin being launched after, a little while after. So I'm imagining that they fuck so hard that their skin's shot off. Jules, you ever fuck so hard that your skin's shot off? I know I have. But that's okay, because we're not lizard people. I guess it's different. It's a cultural thing. Hey, another quick question about the lizard men. Alright, make it quick. Um, were the council not there for all of this? Because they're talking now, but then once everyone gets assassinated, they just stop talking. Did they just decide... If we stay quiet, no one will attack us. We're just skulls, after all.
1: Well, they only get paid to do their work, so... To, you know, to speak, so... I'm
0: thinking about, like, the voice actors. It's like, hey, we're only... I wasn't thinking of that, but... (laughs) We're only here (laughs) for these moments, guys! I I was trying to
1: be in the world of the film, not the world of the production.
0: What? Maybe that is... the. Maybe that's actually the film. Maybe this is a Wizard of Oz thing. In which is just like a bunch of guys behind like behind this set. Being like, shit, that went sideways real quick. If we just don't say anything, the T-Rex won't come for us.
2: Wait, are you trying to say, surprise, James Franco is in this
0: movie. Surprise! James Franco would love to have been in this movie. If James Franco was in this movie, he would have played Enoch. And he would have played it uh, uh, with prosthetic makeup on. But he looked different to every other one. Like you mm. want you to know that it's him.
1: You know, I've I've seen images of the of James Franco
0: <laughs> as a lizard man. I have
1: to no of of the <laughs> of the species um, from the original TV show, and they
0: look pretty much exactly the same in this film. Yeah, one of the big jokes that people make about this movie is, "Hey, they finally got the budget to make them blink," <laughs> because they can't blink in the original show because right, they're yeah. you know just a suit. So, that's a joke. And Danny McBride is the voice of reason here being like, kissing, that's ill. And I agree, Danny. It is ill.
2: Wait, why isn't their skin coming off?
0: Well, they haven't fucked yet. Jesus, Jules. <laughs> kissing doesn't make your skin come off. It's it's penetration. And then ejaculation.
1: You can make a <laughs> song out of that, right? <laughs> penetration ejaculation
0: it's already called grease 2 (laughs) that song is just all of grease 2 um back to school you're right i liked how your song there was just the reproduction song from grease 2
1: actually it was from uh, what i remember of the superman 1975 musical review i saw once
0: so wait your your song
1: that you just sang there was a review that you remembered like, Cinema Snob did a review of a film and played a song in it.
0: That Honestly, what you just sang sounded like the reproduction song from Grease 2. <laughs> well, I guess Grease 2 was ripping off something. No, it was ripped off. Grease 2 was the. The, the 1982
1: hero. musical film was ripping off something that literally has 1975 in its name?
0: Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It could have been ripped off trans dimensional, you're right. Land of the Lost! <laughs> Whenever in doubt, just scream, land of the lost. That's actually really, would really, be really great. Like, hey, I know Donald Trump's listening to this. He's a big fan of the show. Donald, if you're ever in trouble, which is very doubtful for you, but if you're ever in He's trouble- big friends. got big friends. If you're, and small hands. But if you're ever in trouble <laughs> PR-wise, like you say something immature, like say you walk up to Kim Jong-un and say, you know, you, 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 you're you, only half Asian, and that's incorrect, he's full Asian. Just say this, Land of the Lost, and then everyone will forgive you. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I, don't, I don't really like that to catch on. Whenever, whenever you give a faux pas, or you, you have to get yourself out of a tough situation, just scream, Land of the Lost, and then people understand exactly. They know that you're coming from a dimension in which all of time and space is happening at once. So you're correct. That's basically what I'm trying to get at here. Is any time you're going to call me out during this episode for something I say wrong, Land of the Lost, and you can't, you can't dif- dispute that. Thank you for that. And you can say it too. I won't. Why not? I'm better than that. Well, you're better than
1: Land of the Lost, mm-hmm. but that's an unappreciated masterpiece. I'm. I feel I'm also unappreciated sometimes.
0: But not a masterpiece. It's because I'm too young.
2: <laughs> He's a growing adult. <laughs> a spicy one. <laughs> a spicy adult.
0: <laughs> a spicy growing adult. Yum yum. Who wants to take a lick of Bartek? Can I also That's yet to you- No one.
1: <laughs> I just like to write that my name is Growing Friend. I'm your yeah. friend nickname though. No, my nickname is Bartek.
0: Yeah, and I'm saying it because you're my nick. I'm just reminding am also-
1: and- I just want to remind everyone that I'm also friend.
0: Yeah. Do you want to lick your growing friend who's spicy?
1: I mean, if they got a wound, it'd be nice. If they got a what? A wound. Oh. lick your wounds and you just.
0: Uh, oh, wait. Wait. Okay, hold on. Jules and I, I think, we're on the same wavelength again. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to do the math seal. They're licking you because they've got a wound. No, they're licking you because you're wounded. So you're saying. You're licking them? Wait, hold on. I said, "Who, what person wants to lick their friend Bartek?" And you said, "Yes, only if they have a wound." That doesn't make well, th- sense. No, their their friend has a wound.
2: Is what I meant. But then, but why would they about, be
0: licking
1: you? Why would they be licking you? I'm talking about
0: friends in general, though.
1: Okay, but we're talking about you, though. Okay, well, if you're my friend and I have a wound, then you know.
0: Now that makes sense. See, Bartek, the problem was. Jules understands. I was specifically talking about you, and then you're making it more of a. a friend thing. Universal thing. Bartek is universal. That's what we're getting
1: Trans-dimensional,
0: at. Transdimensional, actually. Land of the Lost. I'm better than that. Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. Well,
1: that's you, you can say. Land
0: of the Lost. Land of the Lost. Lol. That's. That's ex- <laughs> We're not talking about video games. <laughs> Jules is I bet uh, Jules, she says lol, you do a lol like what Jules is this? fucking got this. We've been here for for like a solid like hour and a nearly an hour and a half and, and we finally got to the lol part of the show where Jules connects the initials is lol. Wow. That's great. You know, I bet that wow. That's great. So you're talking
1: about lol and wow?
0: Wow is just a word in itself. League it of
1: Warcraft <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's right. World of Warcraft is wow, isn't it? Yes. Oh, the correct you'd be like, no, wow, it's just a word bar. It's like it doesn't stand for anything. And then I hear Duncan Jones in the background being like, it does. I made a movie about it that no one other than the Chinese saw. Damn you! Warcraft? Yeah. Well,
1: not World of Warcraft.
0: Though, yeah, right? but it's a part of the World of Warcraft. So just series. What? Well, it's more like the other way around. Like
1: World of Warcraft part of the Warcraft series.
0: Yeah, but it's still a part of it, right? I imagine the movie takes elements from that. I wouldn't know exactly because you aren't Chinese and you didn't see it because they're the only people who saw the Warcraft movie, that's why it's getting a sequel.
1: I can say I love you in Chinese.
0: Oh, good, Jules. Um, I can't say I love you in Chinese and I won't say it to you in English either because I don't. <laughs> but, um, great to have you on the same wavelength as usual. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> now. I like how the movie also breaks the Chekhov's rule by saying we won't introduce him being a pole vaulter in the first act, and uh, we will introduce him in the third act for the re- revelation that he gets eaten by a dinosaur. Oh yeah! Also, I, I look. Can we give all all three of us here? Can we give this film a, a round of applause? Come on, bring it in. This film had the restraint for Will Ferrell comedy not to show him getting pooped out by a dinosaur. And I think that's clapworthy. Mm. This film I had did... the restraint not to show that.
1: I did like how technically they didn't have it that it didn't happen. No. But, it, but they didn't have to show it. They didn't
0: have to show it. You know what that's called? Telling. They went with tell not show. Which is great. He
1: had some. He didn't have some stains
3: on his
0: shirt. Yeah, yeah. but they told us that he got pooped out. Mm. We didn't see it. Like you could have excused that, but like some audience members may not have noticed that or not really connected mm. the dots. But they went, "Oh, oh, you stink! What happened?" And then they mm. told you know, us. You could
1: almost say the same
0: thing about him gathering the pee. Exactly. It's called telling, not showing. And isn't that what films really about? Telling us things instead of showing us things, Jules. Mm.
1: I could see people making the argument. Isn't that what it's
0: about? You know what movie means? Moving images. What does the E stand for? It stands for ignore that spell ignore with an E ignore. because it's actually about telling us things like a book. You know, right, it's interesting you
1: say that because there is this rule
0: that some people say
1: about, you know, show, don't tell. Uh, idiots. But and, and you know what? There, there is some merit to it. I'll give you that. But, but in this film, you, and you even acknowledged this earlier, one of your favourite parts was the back and forth regarding the P with, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Danny, McBride. Uh, Danny McBride and Will Ferrell. Yep, that's right. So you get those funny back and forths as a result of breaking that rule that some people follow of the show don't tell.
0: Exactly. It can't be a universal rule. Yes. I I, I started laughing because I did notice a visual element of the movie that I didn't notice before, which was... Uh, Jesus Christ. He's not in this film. Isn't he? No. that uh, The slee stack, which are the... Alien lizards. Um, when they grabbed her to stop her, they grabbed her by the tits. Isn't that great?
2: The universal greeting of this dimension.
0: Well, I I said to you before, Chekhov's titty grab. Because this is the third act. They set up the titty grab in the first <laughs> act, and they pay it off big time in the third. I didn't notice it because I thought the titty titty the Chekhov's gun thing was uh when they woke up and the. Uh, Uh, Shaka had his hand on her titty, but in fact they even introduced it way later into the third act, so good job movie and uh, funniest bit of the movie of visual element, because like we were saying, telling's important, but sometimes, sometimes you need a visual element to make a joke and just seeing Will Ferrell slide off the tail of a dinosaur is hilarious, because it says to us could you imagine a live action version of the Flintstones? And I say, don't need to imagine it, there were two of them. One with John Goodman. Do you remember those? You could
1: say, John, you're a good man, but but I think that's ridiculous.
0: And uh, look, I did read some critics out there, and they made a lot of fun about this sequence here, in which um, sometimes the CGI elements go through Danny McBride's head, but ignore them. They're haters. <laughs> because, you know, CGI is just there for fun. It doesn't need to look realistic, because, hey, we don't know if dinosaurs limbs go through people. We don't know that. We're not scientists. We're movie watchers. Isn't that right, Jules?
2: Yeah, I don't have a PhD at the end of my name. We'll run
0: with I mean, that's weird because half of you is Asian, and that's as expected. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, Baltex Give me the stone face no, like, no, Only I was... half, Ryan. You're the other half with the PH and Jules got the D. Well, no, I was, I was going <laughs> to say... This is weird because I'm the boy one.
1: I was just going to say that, you know, CGI, it's a difficult art. Yes. And all movies have some little minor mistakes like that. I mean, IMDB has a goof section for almost everything. Yeah. Are we really going to say that something's awful because of a goof? No. Starsky and Hutch had a million anachronisms. And it's still a great film.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And Will Ferrell's in that
0: as a as a gay man.
1: He likes dragons
0: and men, mm. and what Vince Vaughn is wearing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that yes. was my favorite <laughs> joke in the movie. What are you wearing? Uh, and then he tells. Him, he's like, "Wait, why do you want to know?" Oh, ah, ah! <laughs> I forgot about that. So, um, who was your favorite character in this movie, guys? Mine, personally, was Shaka. We haven't talked about him much, but I really like that little guy. Mm. He's like a monkey man and I like men. And monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> what Jules? I can like men.
1: It is you did mention monkeys earlier, so it it, it fits. It,
0: it adds up. Yeah. <laughs> his his alibi checks out, guys. He
2: likes monkeys. He mentioned
0: them before. Jules' favorite character?
2: The giant crab.
0: I knew Jules was a big crab <laughs> fan. Should Jules to Baltimore. She
1: yes. The crabs are famous there, I think.
0: Are they? Well, Heal it's that famous ba- for crabs. Here, Baltimore, you're famous for crabs. You got crabs all up in your genitals.
1: No the the animals. So
0: Jules, that's an animal. Genital crabs.
1: Oh, but the food crab.
2: You can eat them.
0: You know, well I'm <laughs>
2: I'm sure people have.
0: You can eat anything if you really want. <laughs> if you
2: try hard enough. <laughs> if you
0: try hard enough, Bart, you can you can eat anything.
2: If and that's anywhere. my lesson to you as a growing adult, then you can s- eat anything so if you try hard. be a
0: growing friend. Well, Jules may not be your friend. No, but
1: she's la- guest. It's my last name, though.
0: Yeah, but she is a growing adult teaching you this as a fellow growing adult.
1: Yes, but I'm growing friend.
0: Yeah, but you're a growing adult who's a friend. No, this is he's, this is a he's trying
2: too- to say that he's growing a friend. <laughs> oh, ew. This is a little too complicated <laughs> he's got, my
0: growing This is really weird, because meanwhile, Bartek is thinking to himself, guys, you idiots, I've got a greenhouse out back of my house in which I'm growing my friends Reese Malloy, Oliver, Stefan. He's just like listing off all of his friends that he has, and he's just growing new versions of them to match up with his age. Because they're all... I didn't see on that CPR card... Elderly. I didn't see that how he revived them. <laughs> hmm, I'll have. I'll grab it out again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: expect that to get <laughs>
3: He's looking.
1: I don't see. Well, it. I mean, it says eight years of age or older, so it would be.
0: But adults. I'd give you that. I imagine that you might have to revive elderly people in a different fashion, right? Because of brittleness? Like, y- like chest, you don't... Well, we were talking is, about how is that
2: a thing of, they're long gone, you've got no hope?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's just because they're older, right? Like, you'd imagine, like, if you have to give CPR to a 90-year-old person, you wouldn't necessarily do it the way you would for a 30-year-old person, right? Or would you? Maybe you have to be softer, I don't know. Or will you just go... Ribs broken will work. I think maybe the distinction comes from, like, what
1: we were talking about earlier when we were talking about infants and, like, their can't drown. You're right.
0: Elderly people don't drown. You're right. Like, maybe it's just (laughs) because
1: as as adults, we've all developed in kind of the same way. Like, I know what you're saying. Like, oh, don't press too hard. You might break their bones or whatever. But But
0: fuck them. You're right. That's a good point. I've brought be. this up on the show, and I think you were one of the people that went, I don't know what you're talking about, but it's kind of like, Nigel's, maybe you were a guest, I don't know, don't, don't old people remind you of babies? Like, physically, sometimes? Like, can't you, have you ever seen a baby, and they you go, they kind of look like old people, like, with the no teeth, Oh yeah. and yeah. can't it work the same way around Where you like, old people, they remind you of babies? So when the Benjamin Button baby thing happened, it wasn't really a surprise to me, because I'm like, that's just old people. No? Old people look like babies, that's all I'm trying to say. Baby old people. That's all I'm getting at. I like baby old people, alright? Just don't <laughs> judge me, Jules. So, Bartek, we don't know how to revive the elderly. We don't have a guaranteed thing. That just says eight and older, but Which, to be fair, all elderly people are eight and older. <laughs> an elderly (laughs) eight-year-old. They're just, like, got their senior card, and they're like, get out of my way! I'm getting myself a juice box! (laughs) And and you're
1: like, whoa, hold up! I'm 12! It doesn't say eight or older, it's eight years of age and older.
0: Yeah. It's like those board games where it says, like, eight... To ninety nine, and there's just like some one hundred year old is like, I can't play that.
1: Oh, like age to play.
0: Yeah, like pro- yeah. It's like, I
2: oh it. no, I wanted to build Lego and I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: it's Lego. You're eight, to, like ninety nine or twelve ninety nine, whatever. It's just like, and they. Oh, I can't, the whole... I can't. I can't. I can't build them now.
1: They've like, lived their whole life as like an architect and a builder, but Legos now. Like,
0: no, I thought yeah. you gonna say they they worked for Lego. Like they've been working <laughs> they worked for Lego. They have all this Lego, and then one day they turn hundred, and you see the Lego people just knock on the door going over. jerry you knew this was coming no i thought i had more time <laughs> i thought i would die before you take my legos surprise. get your hands off of my legos and then and then, then... Well, see there's
1: your problem ryan you're calling them legos
0: they're lego bricks i know but he's old but so he, but he's, his... he owns a company though no he worked for the company well then he should know no but he's old he's senile and that's where I was getting to. They go, Jerry, you know we're going to take this. He goes, get them off. And he like dives into his Lego pit and and he starts choking on one. And one person goes, how do we give CPR to elderly? And then, and c- then, and then one of them grabs their CPR card out and like, thank God. But what does Ryan, Dr. Uh, Drab CD mean? And then I they quest- don't know. Can
2: I question you on something? Yeah, yeah, sure. If somebody chokes on Lego... Would you suggest another method before CPR?
0: No. well, like Heimlich maneuver? Yeah. No, they're drowning in it. (laughs) (laughs) They're drowning in...
2: But if someone chokes on something... They're choking
0: on water, yeah? Do you give them Heimlich when they choke on water?
2: But do you give them
0: CPR? Yeah, maybe. If they're fainted. Right. Right? You know I'm right. So they're like, shit, dog. <laughs> like, as I say, and one of them's name is Dog. He's like, what? Snoop Dogg, yeah. <laughs> he's doing the health and safety thing. <laughs> it's weird because Snoop Dogg owns Lego now. And he's like, what's up, my nizzle? And they're like, he's drowning in Legos. How do we apply CPR? And he's like, dog, you gotta apply Heimlich first. He's like, are you Jewish now? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Heimlich. Maneuver. And, uh... He's like, yeah, apply that, schnizzle. And then they do that, and Jules is right. But then, oh, he's still not awake. Do we do we breathe on him? I don't know. Is that how Heimlich works? <laughs> just on him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then Snoop Dogg goes home feeling he's like, why did he call
0: me schnizzle? Is that how Heimlich works? No, now we apply CPR. How do we do it early like you do for eight years and older? And then they just concave his chest in and he dies. And that's Land of the Lost. Bartok, if you had to give... Land of the Lost, your favourite character. Who wasn't? it? is
1: always a place in everyone's heart for the side characters. The ones that you see, yeah. not the most, but that stand out the most to you. I think that this film did a great job with its lead character, Dr. Rick Marshall. Yippee. I feel like he was well-developed. He started off as a man who <clears throat> was not respected Considered a fool. Many people in life were considered fools, Ryan. Exactly. Have you ever seen that film with the farting boy? Which one? The one called Thunderpants.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about Swiss Army Man there. The other one with the Harry Potter... (laughs) The the other one with the Harry Potter guy that farts? In that film... (laughs) Yeah, Thunderpants. They called
1: him a fool for thinking that he could power machines with farts. But what happened in the end? Uh, machines were powered with farts like three times Well, in all
0: fairness though if I have to call you up on the Thunderpants mythology there mm, It's been a while for me um, They called Alan A. Allen a fool For thinking that they could use the boy's farts For powering up the thing mm. They didn't call um, Patrick Smash a fool No, I was talking about Alan Okay, cool, cool yeah. You made it sound like the boy who's farts No, no the film okay. was about the boy who okay. farts Okay, yeah. I wanted to clarify that Because yeah. there was someone out there I'm not going to name his name he knows who he is. The actor who played Patrick Smash. Bruce Cook? He's listening, saying, That's not how my ass worked. <laughs> Great smash on impression of him. Mm. You might say Patrick Smash. Uh, he's sitting there saying, That's not what it was about. And I had to clarify there. Because mm. I didn't want us to be wrong on this. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't talking about specific or, characters.
1: I was just saying that there was a character in that film.
0: His name was Alan A. Allen. Played by Rupert Grint. Yes, you're right. Good choice with uh, Will Ferrell. I mean, not enough people usually choose him as their favorite character in any of the movies he plays. Mm. Usually with uh, Anchorman, people love Brick, or or um, Brian Fantana or usually the other characters. But not enough people choose Ron himself or any Will Ferrell character as their favorite me. I, I chose him in Starsky and Hutch. Mm. So, you know, but good on you. You chose him as a main character, and... Uh, I, I think you're going to get an email from Will, because he's listening to this too, mm. saying thank you. Thank you for noticing.
1: It's all right, Will. I know I know what you're good at. I know that you coach, apparently, soccer in real life, little kids, but... Does he? Yeah, I saw it on Graham Norton.
0: Oh, good, because he had a movie about that called Kicking and Screaming, which we've talked about on the show when we did Bend It Like Beckham, oh, and my dad was just like, that's not how soccer works! <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. There's, well, it's movie yeah, magic. It's movie magic, but he should know better Will Ferrell because he coaches it, apparently, so he should know better. Maybe he did it after the movie and he's like, whoa, shit, that movie was wrong. If only I could tell everyone. So, Bartek, it's time for that portion of the show in which we're at the end, the credits are rolling, magic's mm. happening. Apparently this track is called End Credits Can Suck It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Here's the scene you didn't see.
0: I accidentally didn't see this moment in which a dinosaur egg begins to hatch.
1: But it's not a dinosaur egg.
0: Ooh. Oh, it's another type. I love how he puts it on top of his coffee mug. As you would It's today mug. Jules, Jules you you own dinosaur eggs of alien dinosaur lizard people. Do you put them in your coffee? Just drink them? Mug. Oh, she does not own mugs. Yeah, we that's just right. went through this. She drinks only through balls.
1: Do you put them in your bowls for coffee?
0: Coffee bowls. (laughs) Do you put them in your coffee bowls? No, I
2: put them in my egg bowls.
0: There you go. She has a specific bowl for eggs. Oh, like
1: those little egg holder things? Yeah, like
2: an egg cup. I haven't
0: use one of them. An egg cup. Oh, yeah, dude. Do you remember, did you ever as a kid used to use them and you'd chop the top off and you'd grab, like, you'd make soldiers out of toast? Did you do that? I did that all the time. Like, you'd cut... You toast into oh, strips yeah. and they're little soldiers and you, and you dunk them, them into the eggs. I wouldn't call
1: them soldiers, but I did do that. That's yeah. what they're called. Okay.
0: Yeah, boiled eggs and soldiers, yeah. Okay. That's what they're called. I, yeah, and you would give your... Uh, one it's the a best.
2: bit misleading because they're not carrying guns. I know that's yeah. something that... Well,
0: Bartok's saying to yourself, well, maybe one of them's from the land of the lost and that's different because time works differently and I've seen a piece of bread with a knife before. <laughs> That's
1: true. (laughs) You you might even say that it was cut with the knife. You might even (laughs) say
0: they're synonymous with one another sometimes, you know. Synonyms. Synonyms. So it's time for the reviews and ratings from us, and then we'll be hearing some comments from YouTube and uh, IMDb. That's correct. I'm looking at Bartek's wallet. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so sorry, people. I'm gonna review, but I'm looking at Bartek's wallet and he has like these little It's a very old wallet. These little cards in here and, and their phone numbers for like he... dad's mobile and dad's home and then there's other ones folded in there, but they're all really bright, colourful cards. <laughs> well they're
1: they're not cards, they're um sticky notes.
0: Oh, so they're stuck to one another. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's completely useless because when you rip it off, you'd be ripping off Bartek's number because I don't know whose number that is. It just says Bartek and then something underneath it. I don't it.
2: recognize that name. I only recognize Growing Friend. Hey,
1: I already told you my nickname.
0: Yeah, but she doesn't recognize it. She doesn't acknowledge it. So here's what I have to say Land of the Lost was a roller coaster ride of an experience. Many people have not seen it. It's an average-rated movie on IMDb. It's a 5.1. It's in the pure average zone. Uh, A lot of people don't talk about this movie. Uh, When people mention Will Ferrell, when they're talking about him, they don't even mention it in his worst movies category. That's why this is purely an unappreciated masterpiece, because no one even mentions it in their plethora of good or bad Will Ferrell entries into cinema, which is quite unique, because he is a comedy star, a comedy legend, for better or for worse. I've criticised him many times on the show, in episodes where he's not in, but he is a presence, and I criticise him a lot because I feel like he could be doing more stuff like this, which is challenging the Will Ferrell persona, in which he's usually like, something like in Step Brothers, which is a movie I absolutely despise, with every single every single Five Atom. Yeah. Atom in the universe Available to me I hate that movie more than I hate uh, Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. That's saying quite a lot Because I hate that movie too I know, come at me But this movie here, I liked And I dare say, not dare I will say, loved If I had to give this movie a rating Which I do have to uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what's so funny Jules I have to give this movie a rating, which I do have to. I would have to give this a... Um, I would have to give this movie a good, solid Danny McBride out of Danny McGroom. Yeah. Cool. I went there. Usually I try and relate it to something I did in the episode, but this time I went a little bit different.
1: Well, it's Danny Bride's in the episode. He's
0: in the episode. It would be weird if I said a John Lovitz out of John Leavitz.
1: (laughs) You mentioned John Goodman, so,
0: yeah. That's not John Lovitz. Bartek, I'd love to hear from you. Well, then you shall. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Jules, uh, rating and review from you. (laughs) Bartek, let's hear from you.
1: This really was a great film. I talked about earlier how, you know... Even to this day, people still talk about Citizen Kane being one of the greatest things ever made, progressive and... Uh, well, progressive in the sense of, like, you know, the cinematic uh, And storytelling process. and acting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have elements that you see from this film, a 2009 film that has elements that we still see today, like Danny McBride. Yeah. And other such things. Exactly. This film is a comedy... And an adventure. That's something that we have to stress. Like, we, we hear that, like, oh, this is an adaptation of a TV series from the 20th century. So, that implies that, oh, you it's got to be super respectful to the original vision. And it's got to bring something new to the table while focusing only on the old... But much like how we've seen with a lot of modern day adaptation, film adaptations of older properties, and we've done a lot on this show, it brings its own style that comes with the performers. We all know what Will Ferrell's type of performance is, and maybe not the two of us, but we have an idea of what the Danny McBride, or three of us, sorry, um, the Danny McBride um, performance, style. performance style is even though he has appeared in a lot more things than we may be aware of. Ouvra,
0: He's Danny McBride's Ouvra. Ouvra. Yeah. That seems more professional for him. He's an Ouvre type of guy. Groovra. Yep,
3: that's right.
1: Yeah.
0: It's weird. We've had him on the show quite a few times now. Dank Bride. Yeah. I thought it was only twice. It was his like third time. Like it's a lot.
1: I've only thought of this in your highness. Uh don't forget Drill Bit Taylor. That's right, he wasn't Drill Bit Taylor. See Danny McBride, he sneaks
0: up on you. Well like I said before. You're sitting he's... here just like I'm just gonna be watching movie. Oh Danny McBride. That's that's his that's his yeah. oeuvre. And he yeah, sneaks up on you. And
1: even Ryan, you you've been experiencing something in the past couple of weeks that he's been in. Yeah, life. GTA five. He plays a radio host in that.
2: Oh, A lot of people play radio hosts, surprisingly. Yeah,
0: especially in in San Andreas and GTA 5. Iggy pops one Mm. in one of them, and all he does is just play fucking Stooges. That's all he does. Same
2: as Carlo Delevingne.
0: Oh, is she? Yeah. In GTA. Yeah,
2: one of the radio Um, hosts. I'm one of
0: those guys who just turns the radio off in GTA because I don't need to hear... I
1: love the talk show hosts, the oh. talk shows. On the... I just don't.
0: Is he one of the talk show hosts?
1: Yeah, and it, he's, he's in, in GTA 5. He's <laughs> on the radio station that you can only hear when you're in the country.
0: Ah, that makes sense, because he's redneck. So you were saying the oeuvre of the actors well, really... you said that word. Yes, but it's what you're basically saying. Mm. It, it applies to what you're saying. The, the impressions that the actors themselves bring to the to their performance style impresses upon the film itself. It builds
1: upon the franchise. It gives you something new. I, I could literally... This review that I'm giving could literally be applied to any of the other ones that I've done for the modern day film adaptations. Like last week, Dukes of Hazard, uh, Starsky and Hutch, Bewitched, all of them.
0: I'm worried that we're going to run out of them one day. The film adaptations of TV shows. Mm. I, I think Hollywood needs to start pushing pushing more of them out. I'm worried that we're going to run out. That could That could be true. I mean, I could... I could understand
1: the opinion that we don't necessarily need them. Mm. Because, you know, it's film. You can make a thing about anything. Yeah. Um, that That you can just make a completely original product or you can make an adaptation. But the problem comes when you attach stigmas to them. Like, we've done so many, and there are things that are commonalities. Like, even meta things. Like, oh, I can't find quiz questions for these adaptation films. Or Will or... Ferrell's in two of them. Will Ferrell's in two of them, <laughs> both as major leads, basically. Yeah. Look, the point that I'm trying to make is... Just stop being dicks to films that you don't think are great, or that have these certain stigmas to them. Just give them a Fucking chance.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa Let whoa. them be. Le- Where did he
0: pick that up from? I don't know. Let them be as well. He said "fucking" the film once, and he's a grown adult now. He could say
2: it. Oh yeah, not a growing child. Well, oh, that's
0: next week. <laughs> that's next. Week. But your but your CPR card says, so
2: "Okay."
1: This film is great. There are many films out there that are great, and all you have to do is see them. Don't just hear about them. See them. This film gets a third book
0: deal from me. Wow. Jules, let's hear from you.
2: I'm going to try and keep it short and sweet for you listening people out there. Just
0: like Jules.
2: Oh. Except for the sweet
0: part. She's sour.
2: Because I can only taste that half.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the wavelength, man.
2: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> We're on the
1: same wavelength of the thing we've already established.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's working out. It's called Shh. continuity.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, we talked about it. Now it's your turn to watch it. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're feeling lost, then enter the land of the lost.
0: Oh, <laughs> She's yeah. on
2: fire with if, this. If you don't like pterodactyls like I don't, <sighs> then there's, there's lots of things out there in this film for you. There's dinosaurs and monkeys and crabs. Even lizard people, it's great.
1: You said crabs plural. Is that
2: crab? Just one.
0: Okay, good. Just one. She doesn't want to mislead you. You don't want too much of a good thing. (laughs) I mean, there was a giant lemon slice as well, which we never got to explain where that came from. But that we know of. Yeah.
2: You don't. You don't like dinosaurs? There's an astronaut. There's something for everyone in this film, and all you need to do, like Bartek said, is give it a go. Just do it. I don't know, I I don't
1: think I can watch something that doesn't have Matt Lauer in it though.
0: Yeah, you're right. And suck it.
2: Uh if you had to give it this a rating. I would give it three Will Ferrells out of five Pharrell Williams.
0: Whoa! And that's really good because Pharrell Williams is very much a lower grade quality than a Will Ferrell. So mm. one Will Ferrell adds up rate. to like two. Pharrell Williams so so
1: that's like three sorry so it's three six nine nine out of five yeah
0: that's really good that's almost 200% that's really good so Bantek has some comments from YouTube and a review from IMDB Mm -hmm. let's hear from that
1: I'm glad you said that because I was going to say review from iTunes and that would have been wrong
0: I mean I'd love if you went to iTunes and found a Land of the Lost podcast and just read a review of that Mm. but go on the first comment that I have from YouTube is the
1: only one that I gather that has responses. The initial comment is, One of my favourite movies! The first response is, Seriously? The, uh, the original poster responds, Faux real? The next response is, I love it too! And the final response is, Mine too! I really hate myself right now. <laughs> A lot
0: of emotions. Yeah, there's a little rollercoaster ride.
1: Yeah. But now we get to the second comment, and... um, Good stuff. The thing with this time of me gathering comments was... I had to go to a couple of different trailer videos, because none of them had a lot to them. So that was the one... The the responses in the comment that I just read there was from the first one that I could find. This next one... Not to make fun of it, but this was from an Italian
0: version of the trailer. Oh
1: god! So I had to, so I had to Google Translate. um, You
0: should have just given it to me. Apparently, I can speak Italian. But can I I read
1: it though? That's a question. Yeah, I I had to Google Translate. Sorry,
2: I only get the sweet parts of Italian. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I only, I only. Um, the next two comments I Google translated. So, and and it's not to make fun of like you know the tenses because you know they didn't make in, like, bad English or anything like that, but just to get some more opinions out there that we can understand. So the first one is, Come on. Do not overdo it. You've seen worse. I saw this film by chance. One Saturday night when I had nothing to do. The (laughs) evening flew. You laugh and go to bed quiet. A simple comic and cute film. I recommend it to those who want to spend... A quiet evening making a few laughs. Do not be fooled by the trailer. That is worth it. The film is better.
0: Yeah, well, I was really expecting that to be jumbled garbage when you're leading up, but the only thing I think I would replace, to be honest, is Mm. uh the word making with having. Mm. That's it. I think that actually pretty much Made a lot of sense for a YouTube comment especially. That's actually hmm. more coherent than English yeah. YouTube comments.
1: The next one's shorter and a little bit more Englishy, but Englishy? Well, Englishy,
0: yeah. Okay. Hear that, Jules? It's more Englishy. Yes, it's. Uh, go on.
1: More of the English type is what I mean. You know? What yes, I mean.
2: yes. Can English good?
1: Yes. Okay. Go on. The comment is. Do not break the balls if it is not faithful to the show or other similar crap. It made me laugh, and in brackets because yes, this was the idea of the director.
0: Uh, yeah, that one did have a lot more English. Mm. Um, thank you for that, Mister Italiano. Mm-hmm. And those are the two Italian comments. I've just got two more YouTube comments from other videos. Thank you. Wait,
2: can can you clarify? Was that two or four? You had two on both hands.
0: Yeah, but like. Explain your visual reference to
1: the the listing people that
0: Jules had to point out. I'm so sorry. Well,
1: two hands, both showing two, so two is the common motif, you see.
0: Ah, yes, I get it. Mm -hmm.
2: Thanks.
1: The next comment is, bad chucker. bad. Movie was too funny. It also had some stupid parts, but other parts were entertaining. Thank you. Uh, Just thank you, man. Yep. War girl. Don't want to judge. And the last comment is... OMG! I really, really, really want to watch the movie. And I heard it's coming out tomorrow. Yay! And if you really want to watch it, give me you thumbs up i gave
0: all the ones a thumbs up and they never commented on youtube again to tell us if they saw it. And they didn't was get...
2: that because they didn't get cpr in time they didn't get a. they thumbs were up. elderly
1: we didn't know how i i, I haven't <laughs> recorded it but i don't think they got any thumbs up either
2: hey
0: how do you give cpr to a baby in the womb like one that's More. is it same for baby? Because that said one or younger, so I guess it counts. Well
1: you gotta do a cesarean and then some other stuff happens. Or
0: maybe you just push on the belly of the mum.
1: And she's like stop
0: <laughs> 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 For some reason that really sounds like you doing your, your mum. Stop what? it. It's just you had a little bit of an accent to that, that mum there. It just makes me think of you <laughs> okay. your mum who has an accent obviously. It's not so that big. It's, I like how your, your thick version of an accent for you was just going, stop it. I wasn't doing a thick accent. That's what I'm saying, like, uh, you're so great, you're saying your mum's accent is thicker? I'm saying my mum doesn't have that thick of an accent. But you just said that you weren't doing an accent. That's what I'm saying, like, your, your, your equivalent of thinking that you were doing a thick accent was going, stop it. Yeah, I was just doing
1: a little stop stop
0: it. it. This made me think of your mum saying it, like, like, to you. Stop it, don't do that. (laughs) Don't touch my elephants. (laughs) Bartek, or the Marys. Bartek has like 9 million elephants <laughs> in his house. Like pictures, statues... Everything and then and then he has like nine Virgin Marys and and I was and one in his room and I was saying like there's actually two in my room <laughs> two in his room and I'm like that's a lot of Virgin Marys you're like is it I'm like how many do I have in my house none
2: I just want to know is one riding an elephant
0: no and no. one is not an elephant that just looks like the Virgin that's Mary disappointing. that's disappointing one, I, one I of them Ganesh I would love if you have one of Ganesh but then the one next to it is the Virgin Mary but as an elephant could you get that for me? Just for me, though. Like... Well, I mean, my mum would probably take it, right? <laughs> she would come to my house <laughs> and be like, I heard you had this wicked Ganesh elephant Virgin Mary thing. Give it to me. And I'm like, no. And she'd be like, oh, okay. And walk away. So, Stop it. Let's hear more. Stop it.
1: <laughs> so what we've got left is the IMDb review. I'm, I'm tense. I am too. I don't really remember much about it, but I probably will when I read it. Oh,
3: brother.
1: <laughs> The title of this review is This Film Belongs to Jurassic Park Franchise Oh, It is from the 25th of August, 2013, but I wrote 213
0: Ah, that favourite year of mine, 213 Mm. Don't you remember when we were all in the year 213? That's the third century that was a dimension ago That was a dimension ago, yeah Yes, because dimension's a period of time for Jules, she's from a different dimension. That's how they measure time there. Don't R- judge Jules. Ryan,
1: when we started this show, I thought we agreed no interdimensional
0: guests. I never I never confirmed that. You imp-
1: you I led am- me to believe that am- was the case. I'm
0: sorry. Implications, sorry. Now, you better hurry up or Jules and I will touch and become Kojima. We're review- going to give you a really fucking long, boring story about how government bad, but big robots good.
1: The review that is titled, This Film Belongs to Jurassic Park Franchise, is a t- 5 out of 10.
0: Oh, just like the IMDB rating for the movie.
1: Just about, yeah. Wow. And it begins with the classic warning spoilers.
0: So guys, if you haven't seen this movie, or you haven't heard anything about it, spoilers, okay? We don't want you to get spoiled about Land of the Lost.
2: Or you've just caught us now.
0: If, if you've just tuned in now, you've missed the other hour and 40 minutes of the show. Just spoilers, okay?
1: And I'll just point out that they spell Will Ferrell with one L in the last name.
0: Oh, that's okay. So it's like
1: a... I'll still say Ferrell, but just, you know. Will Ferrell is one funny guy. I like him having seen his films like Talladega Nights and Anchorman made me interested in him more. But when this came out... To me, two things ran through my mind to the Transformers or Jurassic Park. Can't really compare this to Transformers because it's a film about dinosaurs and fits into Steven Spielberg film series completely, comma. (laughs) The only difference is that this is, this, it's extremely vulgar and a spoof based on the television series of 1970s with the same name Land of the Lost 2009 is a mindless film, nothing much, full stop.
0: Catch a breath. Catch it. Catch that breath. Gotta catch them all. I do believe in the eighth episode of Pokemon, he caught a breath. He probably caught something. <laughs> that sounds sounds dirty, but. Is there an episode of Pokemon where he doesn't catch things?
1: Like, most of them.
0: Isn't it like he catches things in most episodes? No,
1: most episodes feature a different Pokemon, but he doesn't catch them all.
0: Well, isn't that... Whoa, he doesn't catch them all? Isn't that his goal?
1: Yeah, which is ironic, isn't Uh, it?
0: I don't watch Pokemon now. I don't remember. I just remember Team Rocket being awesome. Mm. And then when I rewatch it, they are still awesome. Go on. Starting Will Ferrell, Danny
1: McBride, and Anna Friel, L-O-T-L, 2009, is about Dr. Rick- <gasps>
0: L-O-T-L, what is it? Lord of the-
1: Land of the Lost.
0: Land of the Lost. Oh, Jules, your lol doesn't work. There is a T in there, I'm Damn. afraid. Lottl. Well, some
1: people leave out the in abbreviation, so Oh,
0: right. you're back on board, Jules. <laughs> but yeah, it, but then I could also- But LOL I... is more
1: considered League of Legends. But would you, so, you know, consider was... the O for of? In abbreviation. Well, but then it'll just be LL. L. L. Yeah. i L. I'll start this again. Starting Will Ferrell, Danny McBride, and Anna Friel. L. O. T. L. 2009 is about Dr. Rick Marshall, a time travel obsessed scientist and author, who one day takes over Hollywood. Cantle and Will Stanton into an alternate universe filled with dinosaurs and other crazy creatures, including the ridiculous Chaka. It goes on to a next paragraph, but there's no full stop. This film is filled with profanity and practical jokes by Will Ferrell and Danny McBride, who reminds me of John C. Riley. The rest cast have nothing much to do like John Boylan, who played a crazy lizard villain, Enoch. Matt Lauer appears as himself as Rick Marshall gives him a book titled Matt Lauer Can Suck It. It's one weird cast and script. A lot of people will find this film disgusting because of the content. Full stop.
0: Yeah, I found that disgusting.
1: I suggest do not let your kids see this film. It's for adults only. I don't know why Will Ferrell keeps making these types of films. It it's, is it's entertaining for sure. But if you watch it the second time, it becomes boring. Overall, Land of the Lost 2009 belongs to in Jurassic Park franchise. My rating is 5 out of 10. It's a one-time watch for Will Ferrell fans and adult comedy lovers. Thank you. And that's why it belongs to Jurassic Park Franchise.
0: Thank you, Jurassic Park Franchise. You could really be using Will Ferrell in your franchise series at the moment. So, Jules, as always, a pleasure to have you on the show. Bartex cough. a pleasure to have you back. Um, welcome. Friend as well.
2: Uh, <laughs> spicy friend.
0: Spicy friend. If you want to be a spicy friend... Make sure to share us around, you know, we're Spit and Polish Presents, we're on the iTunes, we're on the Spotify, the Google Play, YouTube, various other hosting platforms and sites, Podbean, Stitcher, all of those. If you want to be the spiciest of friends... Give us a rating on iTunes or any of the uh, sites that allow ratings that you're listening through this on. Give us a good old rating and review so more people can hear about us and spread us the joy around. Mm. If you want to be the spiciest of spiciest of Lord of Spice, friends... Send us a Vindaloo. I I was just going to say, you're already that because you're this point in the episode listening. Good on you. You're a champ. And if you have any spare Vindaloo's... Please shove him in Bartek's mouth. Yes. he's He's been gagging for it all episode.
2: Look, he's a growing adult. He needs his spice.
0: He needs his spicy. Um, if you're Sean Spicer listening to this, you're already spicy enough. Stop it. So, as always, remember to open your wallet when I have a breath. But, as always, remember to be kind to each other. Until next time.
1: Can we look up Drab CD? No, but we were talking about how professional we are with CPR, and we don't know what the abbreviation
0: stands for. You know what? I think the I think you're right. You know we we've got to look up what Bartek wants to know, which is I, I think drab the- CD. Now you've at no point really explained properly the 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 thing of drab CD. So that's on your card, right? Yeah. I believe it's an abbreviation. And it's an abbreviation for some kind of logical series of steps. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the first one is danger. Danger powers. Now, Bartek, can you please explain to me why my internet is getting ready to be used and abused for drab CD? Where did you get this CPR card? Because I don't think Jules has one.
2: No, I definitely don't. And I
0: don't have one. Where were you when you got this? Did you do a first aid course and they gave you this?
1: Yeah. in At my, the school that I went to when I was in year nine, um, they had a thing called the Wednesday program where every Wednesday, rather than regular schooling, we would do like, uh, multiple six week courses on like, you know, life skill kind of things. So there was one on like, um, health and safety. There was one on like applying for jobs, um, there was one uh, called the city project where we would go to the city and research something about it. So, but, know. so you know, a year where every Wednesday you did something a bit different.
0: You know, it's very funny. I studied in senior year PDHPE, which is you know practical health science stuff. And at no point did I ever get to learn drab CD. I got to learn rice, which is when you have like an injury in sport or something. It's right,
1: Asian food. Yeah. <sighs> you went there.
0: Rice, which is raise ice compression. No, it's like uh, ra- I can't remember what the R actually is. I don't think it's raise, but it's something like uh, ice compression elevation, mm. right? And I think the R is something important to restrict, probably. No, uh, drab CD for those still listening, and we will end the episode with this. If you ever need of CPR, remember: danger, response, airway, breathing, circulation. Um, de was it defibrillation, defibrillation? Yeah, def- defibrillation, and that's that. In brackets, sports medicine. Till next time, drab CD.